across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. Well, it turns out we're talking about capes. Why the hell not? Why the... What is this sexist, sexy nonsense that pervades that, oh, yeah, it's okay for girls to wear capes, but you try wearing one and you're accused of being David Crosby in 1966. Well, do you know what, guys? Kiss my chuddies. We're bringing capes back. It wasn't what I was intending to... Actually, the big thing that's got my beef today is when the hell did popcorn become a flipping snack? It's everywhere now. You go to the crisp aisle and it's popcorn packets. That that just doesn't seem right to me. 0844 499 1000. Calls after this. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall from a tall building. I might roll a brand new car. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that made Redford such a star. Much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out to pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look. So fine. Yes, Alan. Public pleading. What? What? Public pleading. I can't. The thing. Right. Okay. Several things are creating mayhem. May I explain what they are, Alan? Go on in. Number one. I'm. I'm actually going deaf. I'm sorry. Huh? I'm sorry. Pardon? I'm sorry for doing that. Huh? I'm sorry. Huh? Excuse me! I, look, I'm actually going deaf. So you're laughing uh, at someone who's pretty close to getting a blue badge. So okay. I would stop that if I were you. I'm Genuinely, I'm going deaf. Right. Because okay. I have the headphones too loud. Yeah. Secondly, there's something not quite right in this studio. Partly, it's the cups, the Coke bottle and the empty glasses that have been left here from I don't know which show. But also, it, th there's something not quite right. So the phone calls are very muffled. They're loud, but they're muffled in my ears. Probably sounds great on the radio. It does sound great on the radio. I've been listening. But in my ears, muffled. So that's two things. And the third thing, you talk like you've got a wanger in your mouth and it's really hard to understand what you're saying, Alan. So I'm those, sorry, those, uh, those three things combined mean it's really tricky to follow your thread. Please tell me, tell me the topics for the show. Yes, I can, buddy. I have them written down. 
0844 499 1000. We'll call you back. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, here's something. It was just mentioned in the news. British home stores. Yeah. BH- BHS, part. right? Yeah. It's in financial trouble and they've had to be bailed out. Do you know what I find amazing about that story? Go on. I thought British home stores went bust about 20 years ago. Oh, I wonder how they managed to survive all this time. I don't know how they did manage to survive. The thing I used to like about British home stores was they had an amazing lighting display in the basement uh, section in uh, 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 Slough in Queensmere, which I was in today. And it turns out the HMV I used to work in is now a B&M. Is that a thing, B&M? Um, well, I knew they took over Woolworths in Northfield in Birmingham. Woolworths, Woolworths. Let's have a moment's silence for Woolworths, shall we? Yeah. Ready? <laughs> Done. Now, um, but I used to like the fact that, <laughs> I've just remembered, they used to have, in the light section, you could also, they had a big wall covered in... Doorbells. Exactly. They were covered in... Doorbells. And there was all the different um, Doorbells. noises you could get. So, but I thought British home stores went bust years and years ago. And it turns out, I was, this, I, I was listening to a really interesting report on Radio 5, I mean, talk radio. And it turns out that someone, they sold British home stores about two years ago. Guess how much they sold it for? £1.99. A quid. Now, if I'd have known that BHS... Ooh, if I'd have known that BHS was up for grabs for a quid, I'd have had it. I'd have had a go. You've got to for a quid. Also, if you knew it was for sale for a pound and you went into one of their stores and they were selling like a top for 20 quid, well, you might as well buy the shop for a quid. You take all the tops you want for free and then just leave it. Just throw the keys in the canal. Might as well do that, Alan. Yeah, when we be another pound land. Yeah, be another pound land. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, it's good to know that you started. I mean, what other topics have we got as well as BHS? Because that one's not grabbed you. Well, what other topics have we got tonight? We need to have a variety in the mix. Yeah. When did popcorn become an acceptable face for snacks? Because popcorn, right, first of all, popcorn is, is American. That's fine. So are pizzas. And we, we, only, ever saw, we only ever saw popcorn in the 70s um, in, uh, in watching American movies, okay? And then you could buy popcorn kernels and make your own popcorn, and that was good. I played the song, but I don't think I've got it on this computer. And that was good, right? And then you went to the pictures, and you could buy popcorn there, already made. All right, that was good. And then... You could buy the big party bags of popcorn that were a bit rubbish, but that was okay. But now you go to the crisp aisle, Alan, the crisp yeah. aisle, there's popcorn in there. It's not just sweet popcorn and salty popcorn. It's like um, sweet and sour popcorn. popcorn. It's like chicken fried rice popcorn. It's like fish and chip popcorn. It's like bum bum popcorn. It's just what is going on with it, Alan? I don't know if they're going popcorn crazy. Popcorn crazy. Popcorn crazy. Popcorn crazy, which is a great name. Right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to invent a time machine, Alan. We're going to go back to 1964, and we're going to go to um, ITV, or Rediffusion as it was known, and we're going to pitch a show called Popcorn Crazy. Sounds like a plan. It'll just be like the swinging sounds from the day. Where do you go? 
Okay. What other, what's the third topic? Flipping heck. You're making me work tonight. I got I got a, a five-star review in the Telegraph today. I've just read it. Yeah, Ju- Julia Hartley Brewer got slated. Unfairly, I thought. There are, there are other things you could judge her on, not just the speed of her voice. I've got a topics for tomorrow's show, by the way. Ooh, there is Nate Pink. Do you want hear what Julia's doing on tomorrow's show? Yeah, let's hear what Julia's got planned tomorrow. On tomorrow's show with Julia Hartley Brewer, Sadiq Khan is in the studio. Sadiq, you know who Sadiq Khan is, don't you? No. But, oh, it, Sadiq Khan, he's, he's only, he's only, hang on, you might not be able to hear this, hang on. Yeah, he's only the fella that um, is probably going to be London. There are other, I realise I'm in dodgy territory. There are many other candidates and you can see them all if you go uh, onto the Google. Should women have to declare their baby plans in a job interview? No, I think they should have picked more about the maternity leave. What's interesting, Alan, is you're interacting more with Julia's topics than you are with my topics. Well, I would like to buy BHS for a pound. And uh, things you can learn whilst sleeping. This is genuinely Julia's things. And the EastEnders transgender storyline. They're ripping off Carnation Street there. They're licking off what? No, they're ripping off Carnation Street. They're the first... Well, well, I don't think they're ripping off anybody. It's it's, it's very popular at the moment. Very, very current. What about Hayley? Hayley, well, yeah, that's true, that's true. She, they, they got their first. But does it mean, Alan, that we should only have one transgender in one soap opera, and once that's done, that's it? Well, we haven't seen them, and they'll come up with anything. Oh, um, I need to turn off um, notifications on my computer, but I don't know how. Alan, it's been really great talking to you. Don't forget the catchphrase of it, can we? <laughs> Literally, not a clue. Um, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. And that's exactly what Christian did. Christian joins me now. Good evening, Christian. Good evening, Ian. What, what have you got for us, boss? Um, BHS, first of all. My nan, who is 83, refuses to go in BHS because, and I quote, she says it's a bit old-fashioned. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought, well, they were talking about it on the radio, talks radio today. And I thought it... I, I genuinely thought it had gone about 20 years ago. Well, I only know it's a it's a thing because I walk past one and I walk to and from work. Yeah. But oh, so, uh, but I've never been in it, and also I never see anyone in it. It's in the middle of a slightly tired shopping centre, but it, it, there's never anyone in it. Speaking and... of of um, slightly tired shopping centres, I went today into the Queensmere shopping centre in Slough Place. I, I was going to say I grew up in. I didn't. I grew up in a house, but a place that I know, ve- I used to know very, very well. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a clue what was going on. The HMV where I used to work gone. It's now B and M. Right? British Home Stores is gone. Pound Shop. Iceland is still there. Barclays is still there, but they've moved the door. <laughs> they have. They've moved. It's the confusing door. at the best of times. They've moved. They've moved the flipping door. And I was walking around, and it brought back memories, some sad memories. Robert Dias is still there. How the hell is Robert Dias still a successful business? A shopping centre I used to go in as a kid was Carillon Court in Loughborough. Yeah. And that was like my shopping centre. And I went back there for the first time in goodness knows how long, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And the, the the CD shop I used to buy all my CDs from has turned into a great big giant wool shop. Wools? Like, no, wool. As wool. In, wool. You know, as in wool. 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 As, in, as in knitting wool and, and the, wool. the, the, the Yeah, wool. Wool. Um, 
Uh, which which is amazing. Like all that places that I used to go and get so excited about spending pocket money, you you now have wool. Which, wool. How's that a thing? How is a massive wool shop a thing in a twenty first century? This is the thing that's got to be, and I don't mean to libel any companies. That's got to be a front for for drugs, isn't it? Because how can, <laughs> you think so? How it? can you make profit? Well, how much does wool cost? What eighty five pence? I, I don't know. I didn't go in. I just you can't well, make money selling wool. It was depressing because the place where I used to buy cookies from has turned into one of them places that cut keys. It was all just a bit. All the soul had gone from it. This is this this is outrageous. And um... really, was I originally going to speak about popcorn? Go on, go go for, hey, go for it, buddy. It's, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those shows tonight. Oh, uh, no, I'm enjoying it. Well, I don't, uh, the thing is, right, five star review in the Telegraph today. Five well stars, right, riotously. Um, Riotous or something. They I don't know what they said, but they're five stars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first two shows when I was feeling good, you guys were feeling good, you were, everyone was excited, I was back, I was excited, I was back. The novelty for both sides of that deal has surely worn off by now, Christian. I know. I'm still here. Well, I, I know that I begrudged having to drive in this evening. <laughs> Seriously, it was like, oh, not again. I'm, I might do a sickie. And if on day three of a job, right? that you're contracted in for 24 months, if on day three you're going, well, Sicky might be, uh, that's not great. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm expecting as well that the listeners are thinking, yeah, this is fun, but we want to hear about immigrants and Brexit and Muslims. Oh, no, Let's I go don't, to LBC. I was, I was, I, it, the only reason I'm talking about popcorn was because yeah. I, went to, I went to Boots today. Oh, yeah. Um, and thought I'd grab some lunch while I was I in lo- there. I love Boots. Boots is great, isn't it? Boots is great. I see what I like doing in boots, right? Um, And I think they do this in all boots, okay? Is I like queuing up to pay where it's one person, right? And so there's a long queue and there's people behind you. And you go there and you say, yeah, I couldn't find the chapsticks. And they have to come out from behind the till... (laughs) And they have to go and take, take you to the, the chat. They the take shop. you to, and you can hear everybody. Oh, oh sorry, I need to, I've got dry lips. And they do. They have to do it. It's the be, It's the most fun. I tell you, the worst place to shop, Christian. Well, not the worst what? place. Of all of them. Of all of them. W H Smiths. Now, I like W H Smiths, but I tell you what, they do wrong. Right? It's a great shop. I go and buy all my music magazines from there. Yeah. But I've never have I been pre- presented with so many um, um, offers of one pound chocolate. At WH, I mean, they do it in boots. They give you um, voucher for um, like Chanel Number no. Five or something. I go, I don't want that. But in, in Smith, they said, here's a voucher, and would you like to buy this chocolate for a pound? No, I'm, I just with tools when he finished. I just want to buy Uncut magazine. That's all I've come in for, for crying out loud. <laughs> anyway, Christian, popcorn. For goodness sakes, I've got a break in about thirty seconds. Popcorn. I walked in today, and I don't mind popcorn, but don't replace all the other with popcorn yeah. i was because they got rid of all the other crisps i was forced into buying pineapple and coconut flavored popcorn which is morally wrong on every level yeah. and it didn't even taste of pineapple or popcorn or no. anything no. it's it's the, the whole popcorn phenomenon da, 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 well, i don't mind it as an addition but don't take no. away all the other items i don't even well. like popcorn i don't even popcorn doesn't eat flip an x someone sent me a price list of uh, wool enough expensive <laughs> Well, first of all, you've created, a, you're an internet sensation. Um, Sam has said, nice to hear Kirill and Court, Loughborough, getting a name check. Big up, Loughborough. And, uh, Christian, we're going to lose you because the line's not particularly great. But you, you've, and, and then uh, uh, um, we'll go through the price list of wool after this. 
so it turns out, and I apologise to um, all those addicted to wool. Very, very, very expensive. Very expensive. This could be why there is a rise of homeless old women because of the um, cost of wool. Vaughan has sent this in. Thank you, Vaughan. Wool. Hello, Catherine. I'm a closet knitter. Okay. Wool. It's expensive. I can't, it's very small. I can't really see it. So I've got, I've got to bring it closer to me. Mm. A Bernat blanket big ball. Yeah. Nine ninety nine. That's a big ball though. That's going to be mm. a Bernat pipsqueak. Three ninety nine. Yeah, that's cheap stuff. Bernat softy baby. <laughs> softy baby. Four ninety nine. Yeah. So it's it's that's quite cheap for wool. It's certainly more than the eighty five pence I was expecting. The thing is, right? It's like the idiots that make their own bread, right? You can buy it, yeah, and you can buy bread, yeah, and you can buy jumpers, yeah, and you can buy scarves. Let me tell you why I started knitting. Please do, Catherine. This is going to be an interesting story. Swollen ankles. Let's let's be careful where we go with uh, with with that. Yes. Very pregnant with my yes. first child, and I had very swollen ankles, so I had to sit down. Yeah. I am not a sitter down. Yes. The only thing that can make me sit down is if I'm doing something at the same time. Yeah. Some things are frowned upon when you're sitting down in company. Knitting yeah. isn't. Right, okay. So I started knitting, and I'm really good at it. Well, like, really good at it. <laughs> I've never... To the point where I've paid, like, 15, 20 quid for a ball of wool. Uh, the... I've knitted my own jumpers. How much have you paid? Like, 15 or 20 quid. <gasps> That's yeah. outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, only the finest. It doesn't mean... It washes nicer. It, it doesn't mean that you're good at it, though. No, I'm awesome at it. Never. Tomorrow I'll wear the jumper that I knitted myself and you can have a look at it. <laughs> oh, my it's nan, like twiddly and everything. My nan knitted me a great jumper that I asked her to knit for Christmas. I was really into the... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm going to say something and it's not going to mean anything. And do you know what? I don't actually want to explain it. Just say it then. When I was like 15, 16, me and my friends were really into the number seven. <laughs> All right. Well, numbers can be fun. We were into the number seven. It's a lucky number. Um, do, uh, do you remember the guy on Sesame Street, the painter? Hey, I got a penis seven. No, I remember the counter. Okay. He wasn't, he was a count. Steady. There's no need. Steady for crying out loud. Um, and um, we were obsessed by the number seven. And I got my nan to make me a jumper, black jumper with a big red seven on it. All right. right. That's the wrong way around. The only way we did that. Only, well, <laughs> I only wore it once. Because then I thought, oh, I look stupid. I did look stupid, but, yeah, but my nan made it. You can be stupid and knowing it. Not when you're 15, 16, you want to be cool. You'd like, wear it now, wouldn't you? I would, oh, man alive. I would not say yes, but I certainly would not say no. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. We'll call you back. If you're very good, I'll knit you another one. Um, Kyle! Oh, oh, yeah, Kyle, oh. Kyle! Oh, if only. If no. I'm, no hiling, okay. I'm, no, I'm hiling is in the sense of the producers, the movie, which oh. was discussed on the show previous. To this, there are shows on talk radio that are not me, and it rhymes with Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Oh, well, people have said C. Kyle before, as in C. I, Kyle. C. Kyle, yeah, there we go, you see. Fun, 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 uh, fun things that will, that will actually probably get me in trouble. So let's, let's move on. What have you yeah, got for okay. us, Kyle? Well, do you know, you've covered so many things already oh, tonight. Oh, mate, 23 minutes oh. in. And, and, uh, about half past 12, we think, we're not sure, we may have got the time wrong, Dennis LeCorrier, the lead singer from Dr Hook's coming on. Oh, baby. Oh, Excellent. hang on a minute, let me find, hang on a minute. Um, oh, this is, this is, anyway, listen, shh, 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 listen, this is, this is who's coming on, this guy, hang on. This is a... Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. 
Everybody must be on drugs in this town. Or maybe there's a strange new bug that's been going round. Come on, Denny! Cause people are all smiling and waving as I go by. Everybody loves me and I don't know why. Yes! He's coming on. I love him. I love, I love Dr. Hook. Here's the thing, right, Kyle, and you've got me yeah. angry now, so, yeah, oh. I'm going to take it out on you, buddy. Okay. You've okay. got all these, these snobs, right? You get the, yeah. you get the a- elite, the elite, right? Mm-hmm. And what they do, by the way, put the, f- Kath, first, first ten minutes with Alan Caddick. There's pod. There you go. It's your podcast. You get the elite, right? Yeah. And what, and the first two calls. And then um, you go, oh, you can't, can't like this music. Oh, you like that music? You're an idiot. Oh, you shouldn't like that. Do you know what? Up yours. Up yours, Delors, right? If I like it, I like it. And that's 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 kind of the end of the rant, actually. Hey, uh, yeah, I personally, I like Russ Abbott Atmosphere. I think it's a great tune. It's a great... You it's a great tune. It's a great tune. Well, yeah, no, I, but I'd love to... You've, you've mentioned loads of stuff, but I, so I don't know. Okay, two things I was going to mention to you, but, yes. you know, but... I used to work at I, WH Smith. I'll tell you what, Kyle, instead of, instead of obfuscating, <laughs> okay. I think I've used that word. I don't, I've never said that word out loud. Instead of obfuscating, just, yeah. just dive in. Just pick a point and dive in. Uh, well, oh, it's two points. Well, one, when you said before about uh, popcorn, you were saying about things being from America. Yeah. Well, well, pizza isn't American, is it? It's Italian. No, mate. It's, it's American. Well, where's your where's you have? Where's your have? Because I remember seeing an episode of Happy Days, right? Filmed right. in the 70s, set in the 50s. Right. Right. Before Italians had even been invented. And Potsy Weber came through the door with a pizza the size of Idaho. Right. What country, well, I... what country is Happy Days from? Well, well I, I, I accept, I accept your apology. Point number two, buddy. <laughs> Point number well... two, buddy. I was alerted this week to the fact there's a dub version, which I'm sure you've got, of the Coronation Street theme tune. I, I've not got that. I have not heard. I, I haven't got as much music as I used to have on this computer because I had a little bit of a little bit of a problem. I've only got 14,500 songs. So oh. I have, I, and I have not got the dub version of Coronation Street. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that you can sing it to us. I, I, well, I can I can either sing it or I can play your brief snatch. So it's up to you. Mm. You're the gaffer. You're the gaffer. You know. Go, give us a snatch. Uh, right, hang on. So it sounds like this if it works down the phone. Hang on. It's mellow. It's mellow. Hey, this is all right actually. Not bad, is it? I wouldn't say that was dub. That's more like um scar. No, no, dub, no, sorry, that's I said dub. No, what? No, it was like a like a thing. It's on the phone, like beeping. Uh, no, it's like I would say a reggae version. I would say reggae, not dub. Maybe. Uh, well, you well, you you said you, you you said you would say reggae, not dub. But if you think back, Carl, you said dub. Oh, dub is, a, well, right, and I would I'll say that's not reggae. That's more um sort of like sixties scar. Hey, there was a funny thing, right? Mm. There was a, 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 a thing on um, Radio 4, Talk Radio. 
Oh, yeah. About... Because it's all I listen to. About yep. Denmark Street in London, right? And uh-huh. it's where all the music publishers used to be in the 50s and 60s, and, and the Sex Pistols used to live around there, and it's now um, full of guitar shops and stuff like that. And um, they're thinking of knocking it down, of course, because it's right, really old traditional and it's got history. So they want to knock it down uh, and make it into, uh, I don't know, a river island or something, right? Oh. And the reporter said, um, many famous rock guitarists purchased, oh, had guitars made for them in Denmark Street, including Eric Clapton, Jimi Hendrix and Eddie Grant. Eddie Grant?! He was good. He liked your cap and you. That he was, great he was good, but I, I didn't even know he could play the guitar. Yeah, well, you didn't see it in the videos, but he must have been able to do it. What, hang on a minute. What, why Why must Eddie Grant, 0844-499-1000, if you can give us any details on Eddie Grant's musical heritage, why Why must we assume, assume that Eddie Grant could play, <laughs> could play the guitar? Because he's, he's a musician. Well, hang on a minute. Mel C is a musician. I bet she can't play the guitar. I bet, I bet she can't. I bet she's gone the old six stringer. I bet she is. Oh, well, I don't know. If that, that sounds like a euphemism, <laughs> Carl. I'm not. I'm not. To- I'm not totally sure. Oh man, alive! Can we start the show? We haven't even started the show properly yet. We we will get to. Um, um, we'll get there eventually. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You, you, the way it works is, I kind of sit here and I've got I've got things written down. Best actor. We've got to get into that. Popcorn, British home stores, shopping centres. Now, when you read it like that, it doesn't sound very exciting. Actually, it sounds very dull, doesn't it? But you can call in about anything you want. It's not. Um, I'll set out the store. I'll set out the store again. Basically, this is kind of the. Um, how would a marketing team sell this? Apart from the wild man of radio. Oh yeah, they would say this is the antidote to these stuffy, um, dull late night phone-ins that you get elsewhere, where they'll be talking about Muslims and Brexit and uh, um, um, Brussels and. Um, uh, what are you? You're either milking a cow or, or entertaining two midgets. What are you doing there? I can't read your lips. But I, I can't read it. Come in and shout it for crying out loud. I've got two people mouthing something and miming something very, very vulgar. Black cabs! Thank you very much. <laughs> and this is kind of, um, this is kind of the opposite of that. Eduardo, we'll talk to you after this. Mama put the popcorn kernels in the pot. She turned up the heat, now the pot is getting hot. And when those popcorn kernels start to pop, 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 pop,
a snack. Eduardo would agree with me, wouldn't you? I, I wonder where you'd put it, though, in the, in the Snackorama food chain. Why are you on speakerphone? I'm not. You are? I'm certainly not. You, I'm on you, a, you are on... Let me change the location. I've walked out of the conservatory into the kitchen. Is that any better? You are... Either, right, either you are on speakerphone... No. Or... Yes. You are in a completely unfurnished house, and your voice is echoing around... Uh, on the the bare floors and the bare walls and the bare grills. I'm I'm in neither. Okay. Well, oh, the... this is disappointing. Let me move to another sector of the house that has carpet. Shall I do that? Move to the carpeted areas. How about this? Yeah. Any better? I mean, <clears throat> I've got glasses now. Uh... <laughs> oh, I wish I. I'm jealous. I wish I had glasses again. No, no. I thought it would be cool, but. It, it is. turned out it's not. Oh, why? What What did you get? Sven, you're an Ericsson ones. No, they're just like, they're square. It's just like... They're not square, they're hip, this, man. They're hip. It's made me into a square. No. I wanted to um, discuss something yeah, go on. That, that has become pertinent that has, be, that has been I'm, missed from the debate so far. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh. I, I think that, you know, I've seen a lot of blokes wandering about oh. in their sort of... Wandering. Thirties. <laughs> you said 40s. you said wandering. You mean wandering? Wandering. Wandering. With with uh, um, you know, like baggy jeans, and this. I'll tell you where it's sprung from because you mentioned the word dub. Yeah. And whenever I pull up behind a Volkswagen, it's like got dub on it, and I look inside it, and it's a bloke in his forties, and I think you really should know better. Dub. Why is it dub? What, what is that? Do you know what I got? I got distracted I for a second because one minute we're talking about jeans, then I looked away and because so, I saw a picture of the Fonz, and then I come back I like and you're talking about. Can I you like get the Fonz on. Um, we'll get the Fonz on. Yeah, easy. Um, what about Derek Griffiths? <laughs> we'll get Derek Griffiths on. I like Derek okay. Griffiths. So, there you, what's the connection between jeans and dub? I'm just saying that I think there's a there's a point where you stop wearing jeans. And T-shirts with, like, logos on them, fake American college logos. <laughs> and you stop, you stop, you know, you stop growing a What are you wearing right now? Um, I've got jeans on, and I've got um, a kind of blue top that I got. Oh. It was only a fiver in, in um, Gap, but it's got short sleeves on it. But it's, the it's sleeves got, the sleeves, there's not got a hood. But I did, yesterday, I did have a, um, a, a, a very thin, well, I would call it a cardigan, but it had a hood. And no, I was wearing a Sparks T-shirt. Sparks, of course, being a rock oh, duo. Yeah, yeah, we know who Sparks are. That's right. But the that thing about kind of that salvaged it a little bit. Oh, I knew who they are. I could name I could name three of their albums. So uh, at least, so you're allowed to do that. But I, I think I always thought you're right. But now I'm a 42. I'm going to be 43 year old dad of two. Good lord! I don't actually give a stuff. No, I don't, no, I don't you, care what I look like. And also, no, I agree no. with you about the jeans, but I think, um, cause I remember uh, the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life, and I've, I've seen some sights, was, um, Gordon Brown in a pair of jeans. But he was wearing the kind of jeans you, your mum would buy from British home stores. Ah. Uh. Which you bought for a pound, I heard. Yeah, I've bought it for a pound. Whereas it's I... now. I said to my kids, British home stores, and they just looked at me like, what? Where's that? And that's BHS, isn't it? It isn't it indeed. But they should... But the shame on them, and shame on... I'm going to question your parenting, because they should... If, if something's got... Shocking. If something's got... If something's got letters... Yes. I, I want to know what those letters mean. 
Okay. Uh, is it? Oh, G H D. Sorry. Exactly. I didn't know. I didn't know what you said. G H D. T H D. G H D. Well, where is that from? I don't know. Just some letters that came. Well, no, you head. can't just you can't just make up. I'm talking about real things. You don't just hey, make up. One thing, just, this is this is really important, yeah. Yeah. Uber is better than London black taxi. Hang, hang on, I just was... hang on a second. What? <laughs> what? Hair Yeah. Good hair day. Why? Why don't you just come instead of shouting through there? What are you, you doing? Well, also he's talking about. The so GHD taxi. is a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's what? It's hair straighteners. All right. Good hair dates. Is that well? That's good. That's we've learned something. There you go. See, I didn't know that. You love Timmy Mallet. Thank you very much indeed. Um, speaking of dull callers, hello, Gafford. Yeah, can I ever want to go and make a cup of tea? <laughs> yep. I'm struggling to understand people on there. This really sounds muffled in my ears. Say, no, 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 well, no, no, cup of tea. You're going no. blind and you're going deaf. I'm not going Is blind. The end coming? When, when? Well, you said earlier you had to move nearer to a screen to see something. No, it was tiny. The, the wool, the wool listing oh, was was uh, absolutely tiny. Oh, I'll let you off. So you're just going deaf. It's National Puppy Day today. Oh, I've so got can, one. So can we see your puppies? Uh, here's a picture of Bruce Springsteen. Um, with Couldn't a puppy a down his Couldn't top. A whole one. Can I see? Yeah, honestly, it's a is picture. Is it a real puppy? It's a, yes. Because last time you said you really were a puppy. It's a real picture of Bruce Springsteen uh, on Twitter with a puppy down his T-shirt. Oh, cute. Yeah. So you re- are you retweeting so I can look at it in a uh, minute? Do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to retweet it. There we go. Retweet it. He's dinky, isn't he? The boss. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. You know how he gets around? He's so tiny, he fits in people's turnips on their jeans. Aww. And he sits and rides in there. Oh. And uh, that's that's a that's a true story. But let him call himself the boss. Who came up with pop stars? Who came up with um, the title "The Boss"? Probably he him. The, he and the boss. I'm Bruce Springsteen, and I'm the boss. But why? I mean, he's he's um, from New York, isn't he? New York, New City. York City. I never New Jersey, got, I believe. I never got Springsteen. Oh no! But the summer good and you, undisputably good. Well, I live like... though, I think you have to watch Springsteen live. I, I, I haven't got time, mate. He's still playing a concert now that he started three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but I think the, I've seen him live. The band—they're good. Well, the that, East Street Band. Yeah, it, you didn't even know the name of the band. The band is Robbie Robertson. Well, no, no, the East Street Band. Okay, but I don't, um, I don't want to see him live. I don't. No, I don't want to see him live because I don't like his song. He'd be singing his songs, wouldn't he? Yeah, some of them are good though. So I don't want to see him. <laughs> not going to turn up and do a number by Mariah Carey, is he? The only so- I'd pay to see that. The best yeah, true, yeah. Bruce Springsteen song mm-hmm. he didn't even uh-huh. have a hit with. Manfred Mann, Manfred Mann's Earth Band had a hit with it. And what's that song? Fire. Nope. What? That's Arthur Brown. No, he did one. Um, no. Come on, guys. The uh, um, Bruce uh, Springsteen. Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Say- is it the one with the numbers in it? Sorry? No, they didn't do one, two, three, four, five, did they? No, they did five, four, three, two, one, and that was Manfred Mann. Oh. Not Manfred Mann's uh, Earth know. Band. Go on, I don't man. know, then. I give up. You win. Good. And that gives me um, a sense of satisfaction, the likes of which... <laughs> Hang on, let, me try, let me try this version. Here we go. You'll know this. Here we go. This is it. Go on. Hang on a minute. The computer's a little bit slow. I want to do my bit about Eddie Grant. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. I'm going. Mm, you're saying here we go, and we're not going. Look, I'm having to... Hang on a minute. I'm having trouble with the Wi-Fi. Here we go. Here we go. This. 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 Get to the chorus. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. No. There we go. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. This bit. Here we go. This bit. 
This. The only decent song Bruce Springsteen ever did. What, you don't like Born to Run? <laughs> I don't like Born Everyone to Run. Everyone likes Born to Run. Bored to Run? Streets of Philadelphia? Well, no, no one likes that. The Streets oh, okay. of Philadelphia. But you can't say you don't like it because it's about a touching subject. Yeah, I know. I like Fire. Now you're thinking yeah, of the crazy I world could... of Arthur Brown. No, I'm not. There's a belting song by Springsteen called Fire. And it's cool. Well, I bet it's rubbish because he's rubbish. No. Well, Gaffer, thanks for calling. Oh, there yeah. we go. Let's uh, go to um, Paul's in St Albans. Hello, Paul's. Oh, no, hang on. Let's try again. Hello, Paul. Hi, how are you? How's it going? Uh, do you know what, mate? It's got, I've, I've, I've had terrible... Uh, my life is at a crossroads, right? I've given up right. caffeine. Day two of no caffeine. Oh, uh, yeah. Day two of no caffeine. I'm giving up Nurofen. I take too many Nurofen, right? Because I constantly have headaches. So I'm trying to give them up, right? And I feel, I feel rotten. I feel as rough as a dog's bum. That's not good. Didn't you try giving up coffee once before? I, I did give up coffee once before, Paul, and, and I'll tell you what happened after this. So, Ian Lee, um, Talk Radio, 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. I've got Kate Lawler texting me because she's starting a show on Virgin Radio. Call, oh, call me in! Call, I used to work with Kate Lawler many, many years ago, and Kate, you were the kiss of death to my career. If you're listening, um, I, I might do, but if you're not, you can jog on. It could be the Rise reunion, guys. Huh? Eh? That's, that's what everybody's waiting for. Paul is in St Albans. Paul, I gave up caffeine and then I went back on it, and now I've given it up again, and I'm, I'm hoping that I feel better. But at the moment, I'm, an, I'm a nervous... Uh, well, no, nervous is not the thing. Um, anxious. I'm an anxious wreck, Paul. Oh, my Lord, that's not good. That's not good. A lot of anxiety oh, going one. on. Yeah. I'll ask the one on your Twitter yeah. that did the hashtag pierced for Ian Lee. Oh, jeez. Did... Oh, ah! Hey, hey. Remember no. me on my birthday? Yes, mate. I've seen your genitals. You have seen my genitals. I don't want to but... think about your horrible wrinkly sack again. But you didn't see it because I didn't show it quite like the way you're portraying it today. You're, you're, I don't want it portrayed in any way at all. But it has another person in there, because oh, you were back on the radio, so I thought I'd celebrate it. I w- there was once, when I used to work at um, um, Absolute. Somewhere else. Vir- Virgin, I think it was at the time. <laughs> there was this woman who used to listen, and she phoned up, she said, I'm going to get your name tattooed on my bum. And I thought she was joking, right? So I kind of went along with it. And then she sent me a picture of her, uh, her other buttock, and she had another presenter's name tattooed on her bum. And I realised she was serious. And I begged her, I, I don't think she did it in the end, but I begged her not to do it. But the, it turns out, legally, if someone wants to get your name tattooed on their bum, legally, you haven't got a leg to stand on. Well, it's actually quite a bizarre law, really, then. That's not not supported, I mean, you know. It's not I supported. Have, I could have loads of presenters' names all tattooed over me. Yes. Or pierced all over me, even. Yes, 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 you you could. And that, that poor presenter would be unable... To prevent that from happening. Oh, do you want me to take it out there, mate? I don't want to. Th- Stop talking to me about your privates. I'm not interested. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But how are you doing anyway? You, uh, you're okay. 
I'm, I'm, you know, up and down, mate, up and down. But we get, we get there eventually. We get somewhere eventually. Paul, thank you very much indeed. 0844 499 1000. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm aware that we've got lots of people who've followed me from other places and lots of new people listening for the first time are going, what the hell is this? It's whatever you want it to be. Is that, is that vague enough for you? Is that, you know, it's whatever you want it to be. You want to call in and talk about the stuff I'm, I'm, we're talking about. That's fine. If you want to call in, and talk about Brexit, or talk about, um, you know, that boring stuff. You can do. I don't really have any interest in it whatsoever, but it's that kind of f- forum where you can do that. Geeky Girl's on the line. Hey! hey. Where's, where's the bell gone? Oh, well, it, my, my nan got that in the end. I did buy it for her, and I was sort of ringing it for you in the interim before she got it. Well, I mean, okay, okay, that's fine. We can we can, we can, we can carry on talking, but okay, but I I do not have any piercings for you. I'm sorry. No good. I don't I don't get <laughs> I don't get tats. I don't get piercings. I don't get mm. any of that stuff. You know, I feel I feel bold when I go. To, I went to the hairdressers today, and I asked her to give me a number two around the sides. Ooh. That makes me feel like I'm living on the edge. And then how does it look? I look very, very smart. I said I want it. I've got number two on the sides, and I want to be able to slick it back on the top. And I trim my beard a little bit. I'm looking, I'm looking oh. old. I'm looking old. Is dapper. what I'm looking. I think dapper is the word. Dapper, is. dapper laughs. Oh God, no! <laughs> he spoiled that word, didn't he? <laughs> dapper. Here we go. Here we go. And now the show starts because you have given me the best topic, right? Well, this is brilliant, geeky girl. Thank you. Words that have been spoilt, and how were they spoilt? Ladies and gentlemen, the first one is dapper, spoilt by dapper laughs. I'm actually writing this down. This is it. We're now, now we're off. Good stuff, yeah. This is, this is, this is why we get five star reviews in the Telegraph, because we, words that have been ruined, and how they were ruined. And I'm, and, 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 yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I I just started, I started doing a a, a Savile then, and I realised you're actually not allowed to do a Savile. I don't know, on commercial it might be different. Um, it, well, it, it, well, yeah, the BBC, we, uh, (laughs) I, I I can reveal the secrets, right? At the BBC, we all knew what he was up to. We, we were given a dossier of everything he was up to, and the others. Even the cleaners. And the others, we knew what, I know what everybody got up to. We were all told, and we were all sat there laughing about it, because we all knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, uh, next scandal tomorrow's ne- head. Next scandal. I, I, yeah. I know what the next scandal is, by the way. Oh. Yeah, I do. You're uh, not going to share tonight. No, I'm not, because I don't want to get sued. No, no, fair play, fair play, fair play. And uh, yeah, I had a little idea for you, Mister Lee. Oh yeah, go on, fantastic. And uh, it's not a feature because I know you hate features. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know how you've got a nice late night slot. Oh, beautiful! The dream, I've got the dream job. I mean, I get yeah, I get home at half past two in the morning, and then my kids wake me up at half past six. But apart from that, <laughs> apart from that, I've got the I've got the dream gig. I couldn't be more pleased with this slot. Yes, yeah, yeah, it is a great slot. You yeah. know, and uh, you're riding high. It's good, yeah? yeah. But some people, as you know, have to get up in the morning. Yes. You know. And I just wondered. Because some people can't call in lock, it's not about oh. getting a voicemail system where people can leave messages, even just cheeky, whatever bits of music, or, you know, that can start a question or whatever. And then if there's ever a section where you feel like there aren't enough calls at that time, or, or like you just feel you're a bit random, just press it. And All right, I'll, I'll sort that out for tomorrow. 
I think and then the people it's, who can't life can join in. It's that easy. Geeky girl, it's getting done. It'll be done. I'll, I'll, I'll have a phone number tomorrow for you. There we go. I like that. Words that have been ruined. Dapper. I, I literally can't think of any others off the top of my head. But, um... Oh, Paul's quiz on uh, Twitter says, Fandabby Dozy was ruined by the Crankies. They invented Fandabby Dozy. They may have, I mean, they may have ruined it eventually, but they invented the word for crying out loud. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. I'm noticing a trend. Busy for the first 45 minutes, then it drops off, and that's fine. Fine by me. It's a brand new radio station. I'm aware of the limitations of broadcasting only online and on DAB. And it's only day three for crying out loud. If you want to give us a call, though, 0844-499-1000. You can get in touch on Twitter, at Ian Lee. And that's enough forms of communication. Here's one of my um, bugbears at the moment. Got a lot of bugbears. I've had a lot of time to develop a lot of bugbears. Um... Uh, and I noticed Paul Ross did it. And I, uh, Paul Ross can ease off a little bit. They do it a lot on the Victoria Derbyshire show on TV, where they go, and you can get in touch on this number, or you can text this number, or you can go to our Facebook page, or you can tweet us, or you can email us, or visit our Instagram. And it goes on and on. And I'm thinking, I'm going to contact you in all those ways until you just stick it up your bum. Stop it. Just give us a phone number. Give phone number and an email. Or a text and a tweet. Give, give us that. Give two. I can deal with two. My brain can cope with two. Any more than that. And it's just... I, what What do you want me to do, guys? So, 0844-499-1000. Ruined words, David says, at Ian Lee. Um... That boat is going to be called Boaty McBoatface, by the way, apparently. I've missed the Boaty McBoatface thing. Is that actually going to happen? I hope so. Um, Ruined words. Circa 1990, my mum called my Converse trainers snazzy. (laughs) Mums can can crush you, can't they? With, I mean, some mums can't. Literally. Cool says, Cool Modi says the word spike was ruined by Steve Allen. I know, I know where I'd like to shove that 4am spike. Failed LPC presenter, is that what he called me? Oh, Steve, do grow up. Do grow up. Rob's on the line. Good evening, Rob. Good evening, Ian. How are you? I'm all right. I've just found a little bit of um, sweet and sour sauce from a Chinese from earlier on my wrist, and I'm scraping it off as I talk to you. There we go. Gone. Good. Yes, Rob. There's a thing of beauty. Any post today? Any post? Yeah. Well, I'm assuming what you mean is you've either you've sent me something rude, and I don't know where the post is collected here. I haven't got I haven't got a pigeonhole. I haven't got a slot that people put things in. <coughs> huh? So well, I don't you... know if there's a. Let me let me ask Id. Id, do you know? Hi. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. We're not interested. Okay. There's cake here if you want some. We, and Kath and I have got a present for you. Oh, oh, should I be Did worried? he bring his own cake no, in? He's brought, he did bring his own cake in. Don't call him that. <laughs> he is. Don't call him that. Uh, it, have I got any post? Not that I've seen. Okay. Well, what, have you, what have you sent me, Rob? Is it a puppy for National Puppy Day? It's a surprise. 
I, I look forward to waiting. Okay. So, a word that's been ruined. Oh, no. I, I've got a dump button now. It's all right, clean. Toppence. Thanks for calling, Rob. <laughs> Bye. Eliza, did, Eliza's tweeting me. Hurry up and phone back. I want to discuss old shops. Did you call in, Eliza? Did she... She's nuts, is she? <laughs> is she... Why... I'm getting, I'm getting grief on Twitter from people. Go on. She's going to have to wait a turn. <laughs> that's producing. That's, that's Catherine Boyle producing. Oh eight four well oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, um, uh, uh, the, the show um, words that were ruined to you to me the Chuckle Brothers. Um, mm, yeah, okay. <clears throat> we'll have a look in the papers in a little bit. It's all a bit heavy in the papers today. There's there's very little light. Obviously, you know, because of the idiots yesterday. There's very little light in the papers. There's bits, but you've got to search really hard to find it. Um, so maybe we'll do that in a little bit. You making some phone calls? Okay, is it, is it her turn now? <laughs> Is it her turn now? Can I take? Can I talk to her, Elizabeth? Um, hello, Ian. Now it says. Can I just? Um... No. <laughs> it, it, oh, yes, you can. But it says Elizabeth on the screen, but Eliza on Twitter. Who the hell are you, you imposter? I'm Elizabeth Scott, the one and only. Oh, there we go. Beautiful. <laughs> Can I just um, take a minute to discuss the fact that British Home Stores now, I don't know who they think they are, but they've started selling pistachio cake. <laughs> now, when I was a child, it was chip bombs, fairy cakes, yes. and yes. that usual stuff. But pistachio cake at British Home Stores. <laughs> who do they think they are? Who do they think they are? Now, they... do you remember yes. CNA? I, I do. I was stood outside what used to be CNA in Slough today, and I had very fond memories of it, yes. Oh, I used to love Clock House. What? Clock, ho- Clock House was like the teenage uh, range in oh, CNA. Was, oh, I never... They got rid of the CNA before I became a teenager. You must be older than me. I'm 31. Flipping out, you're a child. <laughs> um, and House. Texas, do you remember Texas? Have I blown your mind, Ian? <laughs> I do remember Texas. Yes, I do remember. The, 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 the DIY shop? Yeah. Yeah? They had a, a cafe as well. Basically, the only shops I can remember had cafes in them. I've got to go to the news, but can, will you call again? Not tonight. I will. Not, not tonight. No. But I'll phone you again. Thank you. It's so nice to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> bye. Thanks. Bye. I don't want to blow my own radio. Oh. I'll learn. I don't want to blow my own trumpet, primarily because I don't have one, but we've had more calls in the hour than I think the whole station has had in the last three days. I don't, I just, you know, I'm just. Thank you, guys. Uh, another hour of this nonsense. Do you, you fancy another hour and a half? Then we'll have Dennis LeCorrier live at half past 12. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Um, 
British Home Stores, Popcorn, and Words That Were Ruined, and How. So far, we've got Dapper. Here comes the news. It's, um... They're coming in thick and fast. Words that have been ruined, and why. Started off with Dapper, ruined by Dapper Laughs. Um, uh, David on Twitter says, banter. Yeah, banter. A few people have said Trump. I've just had, um... No, you ruined the word doorbells. I can't say any more without putting on an Indian accent. Well, these things happen. I've just had a thought of a way to make probably not much money. Top Trumps based on Donald Trump. Okay, I'm not, I'm not getting any response from the team, which makes me think it's a really good idea. And they're just trying to freak me out by making me feel bad about it so that they can then go and do it themselves. So I'm going to go and do it. Thanks very much indeed. Penny! I'm trying to get my head around top Trump, Donald Trump. What? Top Trumps. You know top Trumps, yeah? Yeah, I know top Trumps. We I'm do, just we do. Work out what, ca- what categories do you have when you've got Donald Trump, top, top, I can't all even right. say it. Let's, all right, let's, um, okay, let's, so we've got, well, well um, height. Mm-hmm. Hair. Yeah, hair. Hair, hair skills. Mm-hmm. Insults. Um, yeah, okay, there you go. You see, you've got it. Insults. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting it, I'm getting it, yeah. It just took ele- a while Electability. Yeah, good and, one. Good uh, racism. Yeah. The racism factor. <laughs> <laughs> Not a game you're going to play with the kids, is it? Height, hair, skills, insults, electability, and the racism factor. There we go. It's to- Donald Trump, Top Trumps. <laughs> I mean, How the hell have you got from BHS to Donald Trump, Top Trumps? Mate, I don't know. And I'm worried that the Daily Telegraph are going to get in touch and take, uh, take away... <laughs> That five stars. It was a good review, that. It was a very good review, that was. Well, yeah, it was a good review, right? But they devoted more time to a (laughs) ten-year-old who called in than me! What's Danny Danny Baker said about that? Has he commented (laughs) on the review yet? No, he's not. He's he's too busy with his own uh, thing. Bless him. Catherine's joining us in the studio. Catherine, at last. Is that right? Have you done the first half of the podcast yet? Yeah, done, done, done. Okay, right. We're going to get out a decent time tonight? Nothing with Kath now. Yeah, honestly. I'm going to wear that jumper tomorrow and you're going to be astounded, Ian, because it's proper fiddly. (laughs) Lino sent an excellent message, which I need to scroll back down to... um... But just describe it to you, Penny. It's like a fair isle. Lino says, and this is a great idea, to save money if you want to knit jumpers and wool is so expensive. Wool. Why not just... What? Why not just buy a cheap jumper, unravel it, and use that wool? Don't joke, Ian, Ian, don't joke. There are loads of people who spend time going to charity shops, buying cheap jumpers that are made of really good wool. There we go. They unwind them all and then knit with it. He says, you'll know you've got just enough for a jumper. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, unless you mess, make a mess of it. I don't. I don't get. I tell you what. what is, I tell you um, what my nan did, and she cheated because she didn't. She didn't do it. You know the clicky. You know the. Mm. She had a knitting machine. Oh no! And that's oh, not that's knitting, cheating. is it? That's just that's right, like that's a giant cheating. credit card machine from the eighties. I had a colleague that used to do that. When I got into knitting, I started talking to her about it. She said, "I'm going to start knitting." I thought, "Great," because it's such a lovely pastime. What a boring conversation. I'll tell you who it was Shut later on. <laughs> I'll tell you who it was later on. Okay. And she said, oh, Sorry, I'm going to start knitting. And she bought herself a knitting machine, not knitting needles, knitting machine. And I said, do you know what? You might as well not bother. There's no soul in that. No soul whatsoever. A knitting machine. And I went I'm right off you, her. Kath. I went right off her. Because it's just I'm going through you. the motions, that, isn't it? 
But Kath, how have Cat you ever done giant, giant knitting? I've done quite big knitting, but I've not done massive knitting, no. But my, my good old WI group, next month we're doing giant knitting. Penny, I've got to interrupt. We've got a news flash. We've got a news flash. Just come up on the screen. Um, breaking news, blimey. OK, well, we, we can do this. Um, top Trump's, Donald Trump's exists. <gasps> and the categories are racism, sexism, <laughs> creepiness, xenophobia, <laughs> fascism, <laughs> And craziness. Mm. It exists. So we were the halfway fact, there, though, the, with your the, list. The fact that... It's, words that have been ruined. John and Gaunt. No, come on. Um, the fact that it's been made means that my idea was a good idea. I just need to keep having them. Yeah. Until I get that one that hasn't been made. Mm-hmm. And that's all I need to do, Penny. Anyway, so how big is your knitting, Penny? This is really what? dull. <laughs> this is re- we, had, we had 15 minutes last night talking to a pensioner about tie-dye. John Sebastian. It was John Sebastian. That was good. I it was good. Hey, and did you, see, good. did you see his jacket at Woodstock, Penny? It was pro- I haven't seen the pictures yet. It, I was driving, listening to the podcast earlier. It was proper elaborate. The fact that he <laughs> um, he he found a trunk full of all of that stuff, including the outfit, man yeah. alive! I would, I would pay top dollar to have. Here we go. Here we go. Um, uh, clothes that you would uh, that you would you would buy at any cost. I would pay. I would give everything to have John Sebastian's clothes from Woodstock, nineteen sixty nine. I like Cher's red Indian outfit. Oh baby, where this is it? So words have been ruined. And clothes that you want. <laughs> That's not quite such a catchy title. Produce it, make it sound I liked better. her outfits when, she, when they were proper outfits, Penny. I don't like it when she just wore a sequin and a smile. Oh, I liked I liked the one she, when she was sat on board that gun. Astride it, yeah. Because it was if meant to... If I could turn no, back you, did, you just did share. Yeah. Because the gun was, was, was um, phallic. And, and I, I looked up and that she means... She was on a boat full of sailors as well. Yeah. Did you miss that? Uh, well, it, phallic means penis. You know what they call sailors? What? Seamen? Oh, come, come on now. Come on now. We're better than that, aren't we? No. No, we're not. We're down the gutter. Only show three in the, in the gutter. You're doing well. I've been listening to a lot of John Holmes. I think he's very good. Um, he's I so think... Funny. I worry... I worry that he's better than me. He is, yeah. Sorry? Gosh. And that he's ruder than me. Mm-hmm. Because I want to be better than him yeah. and ruder than him. Why don't you have a Rudolph? You Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. A called Tradesman's Entrance, which I caught yesterday. <laughs> that was really good, wasn't it? Okay. It well, I'm going to do a feature called um, Up My Bum. <laughs> you win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Up My Bum. No. No, no, no. Not again. No, 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 no. This is brilliant, right? This is absolutely brilliant. I love this. This is a story I found in the paper. Right? Dealer's bum wrap. Oh, not another one. A drug smuggler who tried to smuggle two phones into prison up his bottom... Mobile phones or, like, (laughs) (laughs) The candlestick ones. (laughs) Um, The the thing is, I can imagine getting one up there. Why? A small one. (laughs) All right. Like, early 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the little flip ones? (laughs) Not a flip one. You want, uh, like, a Nokia 3210. Um, but two... Oof. You've got to be determined to make those calls, haven't Flippin you? Heck. Emmanuel <laughs> Okuboti. That's his name. No, it's not. Okuboti <laughs> was caught. I bet he was. <laughs> hey, this is in Britain as well. Was caught with an X-ray chair. What? At be- <laughs> Flippin' heck. X-ray chairs. We can celebrate the magic of chairs. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Was caught on an X-ray chair at Belmarsh Prison. Detected the 
C Z Long J H. Look it up. Yeah, here we go. Hang on a minute. We're googling that. C Z Long J H. I'm wondering if I. I'm wondering. Um... I'm just worried that they had to go as far as an X-ray. Oh, hey, look at that. That's so the way he walked to give it away. Hey, that is tiny. I could get about a dozen of them at mine. <laughs> that is tiny. Gosh. Hey, that's all right, isn't it? By the way, if you're listening at home and thinking about smuggling phones, don't. It's bad for you. Oh, yeah. No, don't do it. They've got X-ray chairs now. The 24-year-old was convicted of class of possession of Class B drugs. I don't. I get so confused with the drug culture now. Is Class B good or bad? I mean, they're all bad. It, is, is it's a, not quite as naughty as an A. In, but is, is, is mar- marijuana a B now? Or has it, it gone back to being a C? It was moving from C to B, I think. Oh, you know a lot about it. Oh, Penny. <laughs> oh, Penny. Oh, man, I'm Penny. I'm going to my Women's Institute. Hi. <laughs> Oku Booty of Catford, South East London, had a string of convictions, the old Bailey Herb. What were they out there as well? <laughs> it just, it just, um, maybe, I tell you what we'll do. Let's find out the world record for um, the number of phones at one man's backside and I'll beat it. I'm the not arbitrating not that. I am not arbitrating that. <laughs> get a man from the clipboard. We'll, we'll get Norris McWhorter to look into no, it. Yeah, but except he's dead, so... I've got another one. What? Lubrication. Yeah, lubrication. Lubrication, that's what you need. If you want to beat Akubati, <laughs> get your phones up your body. <laughs> Lubrications. You'll give me that, the hand. Okay. I was wondering if you're going to do the end bit, if you want to be a... <laughs> Anyway, Penny, was there any point to this call? Because you've really dragged us down into the gutter, oh, my no, darling. Fancy doing I'm that, sorry, Penny. I'm sorry. And you I'm a mother. BHS, but yep. you know, let's not worry about BHS. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Noah. Good, good evening, Noah. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Oh, I, I, I'm fine. In fact, uh, I love your irreverent and offbeat uh, show. It's really good for my blood pressure. Yeah, uh, uh, where uh, are you on speakerphone? No, I'm not. I'm just in the kitchen. Okay. Whereabouts are you calling from? Uh, officially Liverpool. Okay, okay. Unofficially? (laughs) Beijing. Well away from Liverpool. Yeah. Oh. Whereabouts? Wales? Yeah. Why the mystery, Noah? Um, just sort of a little internet trolling thing. (laughs) We're going to call you That's For Me To Noah. Oh, look, there's a picture (laughs) of sharing. Whereabouts, Swansea? Yeah. Oh. Just outside. Yeah. Why? Why? I know who you are. And I know that you know who I am. And I know who you are as well, because I heard you. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, in fact, I played... But I can't believe it's the same person. I thought it was you, and I played, Kath, a clip of you. Yeah, that clip. Yeah, that clip. <laughs> what? Why? And I... But... I'm so confused. Why are you so... I mean, you don't sound like the same person. Because you were furious well, well, then. Furious. Yeah, well, I, 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 tell, I tell you why. The first the first time I ever heard of Ian Lee was, believe it or not, oh, no, uh, no. Re- reading Retro Gamer magazine. Because oh. he used to do little <laughs> did, um, yes. columns in there. I did, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one that sticks out most to me was that letter you wrote to your 10-year-old self telling yourself that you were going to be a father. That was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, that was nice. I, I, well, I'm surprised I've touched you. Why are you using the name Noah? Uh, I ju- 
I don't mind. Listen, people can call in and be whoever they want. It's just, I've heard you on, on this station in various incarnations, on the talk sport in various incarnations. I've heard you on LBC. I just, and I just wondered why. You don't have to tell me if you don't want to. No, no, uh, it's, it's really boring and pedantic, but, um, it's actually blazing, Noah. It's all one word. It's what? Yeah, that's the handle I use on Twitter. Okay. 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 So you're using that instead of the. Okay. Yeah, because um, officially, uh, uh, the name on our birth certificates is Crown Copyright, so the Queen owns our names. (laughs) So if she decides she doesn't like us, she can say, "Eh, Hang on a minute. He doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Hang on a minute. The, The Queen owns my name. She owns all our names. How? Because the. The birth certificates are crown copyright. Right. So the Queen could uh, just decide uh, you no longer exist. Yeah. And she could, and you could, you could lose your identity overnight. And when has that ever happened? Um, nothing I can recall offhand, but there was an episode back in the nineteen nineties. Due South, do you remember that? The I one do remember Due South. The guy, America. He looked like he was a, a Mountie, and he looked like, like Jack, yeah. D. Jack D. Yeah, yeah. well, that happened to his uh, buddy in the uh, Chicago Police Department in one episode, because he right. uh, said he was dead on some kind right. of medical no, form. Uh, you know, Due South was, um, wasn't a documentary, don't you? Yeah, I know, it was a comedy. But the Queen wouldn't have owned... The Queen wouldn't have owned yeah. his name. Well, if he was a Canadian, she would. Was it a Canadian or American it happened to? It happened to an American. Well, no, it's none of her business. Yeah. It, it, it's, sim- it's, uh, it's a bit technical, but it, yeah, it's it is, yeah. pretty it's much the same. Governments, uh, governments or royalty, they technically own our names. So when, when you give your child a name and put it on the birth certificate, that's then the property okay. of the do Queen. Know, yeah. Do you know what, Noah? <sighs> I feel foolish now for having even bothered giving my kids names. You shouldn't have even had kids, to no, be honest. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> you should really. Um, yeah. Oh, well, no, did you... Well, listen, I appreciate your indulgence. We've got to go to a break in a second, but was there anything you wanted to contribute to the show? Yeah, about uh, words that had been ruined. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get a little bit serious for a minute. OK. But, um, uh, I think the word misogyny's been ruined. Oh. Yeah, because... Um, well, there's flipping that. women, there's flipping awful women. <laughs> well, it's not just the women who have ruined it. <laughs> but misogyny these days seems to mean to a certain group of people, um, disagreeing with a woman is misogyny, opening a door for a woman is somehow misogyny, everything is misogyny for some reason or other. Yeah. Whereas in reality, misogyny is rather like um, what Rob Titchener is doing to Helen Archer in The Archers. Well, no, that's domestic abuse, isn't it? Well, well, it's born from misogyny because he's so frightened that um, she, Helen Archer will leave him. He has to break it down psychologically. No, I don't to make think. Independent. I don't. We're going to go to the break in a second. I don't think he's doing it because he's afraid she will leave him. He's doing it um, out of. I can't believe we're, we're dissecting the <laughs> plot of the Archers. He's doing it um, uh, uh, out of insecurity for uh, for his own um, for himself. Yeah, and to and bully was, and control. He's doing it for control. Yeah, and that was, and that that's actually born out of a tr- childhood trauma. Yeah, probably because his mother did something to him that he found yes. so, so traumatic. Yes, because the relationship between him and his mum is 
weird. Oh, it's creepy. Um, I, I, she, he, he's the thing is, and we will go. to... I'm really late for a break. The thing is, did you notice about eight months ago when they got married, he had um, Henry, the boy's. Uh, he, he is he is the legal parent of that boy now. He's adopted him. Yeah. So that means that he's going to get the boy, and she won't. That's oh coming. no! He, no, according to um, the last time I listened in, that he's packing him off to boarding school. Oh, oh. genius! No, I've got to go. I, it's always a pleasure to discuss the archers with another fan. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Tata. Right, it's um, 20 minutes past 11. Um, give us a call. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. We'll give you a call back. What are we talking about? Words that have been ruined? Clothes that you want? It's, it's kind of a slightly vague thing, and we may drop that. Um, oh, and other bits and pieces. We're talking about um, British home stores, um, popcorn, um, all kinds of stuff. The way I want this show to be is it's kind of a, a, an alternative, what they would call an antidote to those other kind of shows on you know the other radio stations where they'll be talking about Brexit and what we should do with Muslims and uh, immigrants and black cabs and uh, sweets from the seventies. It's just it's just kind of the, the, the people that do it, you know, Ian and Duncan, they do it and they do it well. But I just want to have a laugh at ten o'clock at night, half eleven at night. I just want to have a laugh. So that's what this is. You can call in about anything. You can call in about the straight stuff if you want, but I don't really want to indulge in it. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's get a Barry in Watford. Good evening, Barry. Uh, hello. Long time no. Um, long time no speak. Have we spoken before, Barry? You'll have to remind me. Uh, it's uh, Barry from Watford. Yep, it says on my screen. Where, where, where did we speak? Uh, we, did you used to phone the BBC when I was there? Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's Barry. Barry from Watford. Yeah, it says on my screen. Yes, yeah, Barry. From Watford, yeah. It's Barry. From Watford, yeah. Yes, yeah, Barry. From Watford. Do you remember? Who is this? Barry. From Watford. Yes. It says on my screen. Barry. From Watford. Yes. Yes. Barry. From Watford. It's Barry. From Watford. Yes. It says on my screen. Yes, indeed. When did you... Did you phone me at Three Counties? Well, it's Barry. From Watford. Yes. Yeah. It says it, on, it's Barry. From Watford, it says on my screen, yes. Yes. I don't know you, sir. Oh. I found... It's Barry. From Watford? Yes. It's Barry. From Watford? Yes. I know, it says on my screen. Yes, I used to phone the world back. You know, Barry. From Watford? Yes. It says on my screen. Yes, Barry. Uh, from Watford. I'm going to need a little bit more than that. I've, oh, I've been doing this, um, this job for about... Uh, let me finish. Okay, oh, Let sorry. me finish. Yeah. I've been doing this job for about 12 years. I've worked in about five or six different radio stations. Yeah. I've had thousands of callers, so I'm going to need a little bit more than... Um, what was it? Well, it's Barry. From Watford? Yes. Yeah, no, I don't know. Can I speak now? Please or? do. Yes, I'm going to start now. Speaking now. Um, Away you go. Here I go. Just going to... Barry say, from Watford. That's it. I, I'll speak now. Please please do. Yeah. I I, I used to phone a, a while back. You... I don't know whether... It... Hello? Yeah. I used to phone a while back. Yeah. And I, I was always known as Barry. From Watford? Yes. Yep. Barry. From Watford? Yes. I, I was known as Barry, you From see. Watford. It says yes, on my screen. I know that, but I don't know who you are. I used to phone I was a regular. Is this sentence... Are we going to get to the end of this sentence? Because I've heard the beginning bit of it about yeah. 20 times. Oh, sorry, sorry. So let's get to the end of the sentence. Okay. And I used to phone you yes, a while back, Yes, that's the middle, right? middle of the sentence. Yeah. 
And when I, when I phoned, we we got on ever so well. We was a bit of a double act a while ago. Never really worked as a double act. You remember me? Who is this place, caller? Barry. From? Yeah, Watford. Barry? Yes, from Watford. Barry? Yes, from Watford. Jesus. Listen. <laughs> um, is, is this Barry? I want to talk about the Brexit. What? The Brexit. The Brexit. Right. We no, don't really... No. One, no. Hello? We're talking at the same time now. I know, so you, so you you yeah. can shut up. Oh, sorry, go. You carry on now. Yeah. Huh? Well, you go. You say something. You say You talk now, sort of thing. And then I'll, I'll, I'll say something after. Keep going. That's how the conversation... Oh, sorry, you go. That's how the conversation sorry, works. Yes, That's start. right. Okay. We're not, we're not... Have you been listening to the show this evening? No, no. Oh. I, I stumbled in, I suddenly remembered. I wonder whether you might re- remember... It's Barry. Uh, yes, from Watford, that's it. Barry. Yes, from Watford, that's it. Barry. Yes, from Watford, that's it. Barry. From Watford, that's it. Barry. I want to talk about the Brexit. So you've not been listening to the show? No. Right. It's an important thing. I mean, you come on here. I've, I've heard you talking about putting things up your bum and that. There's very important subjects afoot. The thing is... Yes. We, it, this isn't that kind of show. Oh. Because you can get that on the other stations that are doing this. This This show is more about... Having a bit of fun. Yeah, putting uh, things out your bum and that. Please don't say that. Oh, sorry. Having a laugh. We got yeah. um, the, the Dennis LeCorrier from Doctor Hook coming on in about an hour. I've never heard him, but it sounds impressive. Oh. And so we're not we're not really we're we're trying to do something a little bit different. And that, oh, you like the Europeans, is it? You like that? That's what it is. Sorry. You're not really allowed to say things now, aren't? If you don't agree with. You know, huh? well, I want to say we want to leave the the Europe, and you're saying clearly you don't want to talk about that. Anyone with a different point of view? Well, you, don't you don't know. Listen. You don't know what my point of view is. Well, I do. What's that music? What are you doing, mate? In England's green and black. Right. I'm going to cut you off. Yeah, yes, go, go. Who, who was that? Who was that? No idea. Um, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, uh, As is on the line. Evening, As. Good evening. Barry, huh? I don't remember a, a, a Barry. I, I have, this is this show. is the thing, right? And I don't mean to be rude. I've taken so many phone calls over the last... I've been doing phoning radio about 12 years. So many phone calls. And people come up to me and go, oh, I used to f- phone you on LBC or I used to phone you on, on Virgin. And I, I, most 99 times out of 100, I don't remember the phone call because th- there's just he, so he many. You can't have been a regular because I, I remember Graham and I remember the, the, the girl, the, I, the Vinny, and I remember... But I don't remember... I remember, Graham, I remember Graham and Vinny. They were good calls. But I, 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 if it's a good caller, I tend to remember them. Yeah, you're right. But but no, I don't yeah, remember Barry. that last and, guy. Uh, you know, so many people are called Barry. That could be anyone. I yeah. mean, it's... Well. it's uh, but, uh, anyway, words, words that have been ruined. Words that have been ruined. 
Oh, man, there's one. Okay, the word that really bugs me, I don't know who ruined this, but the word literally. Oh, yeah, go on, go on, go on. I know exactly what you get. literally has been ruined by... Uh, literally I, everyone. Not, everybody not literally everyone <laughs> not literally everyone because that would be insane and wouldn't make sense <laughs> but it has been ruined by so many people and one example i can think of i'm yep. going to stop doing that accent um yeah uh, one example i can think of was on on hang on Facebook. what is it? hang on a minute what is your accent then what what do you mean are you not anyway. an, are you not an american american that was a good accent man what are you talking about, mate? Um, yes, as So, literally, actually, uh, I find it easier to speak. So, literally, on Facebook, someone <laughs> someone said the phrase, okay, she was she was looking at a picture of uh, someone with their, their newborn baby, and she was going all, all, like, gooey and, like, the girly thing and saying, oh, my God, it's so amazing, this beautiful baby. And then she said exactly the phrase she, that she literally died and went to heaven. <laughs> so, my immediate response was one of condolence. Um, after which I thought about it, and I realized there must have only been two possible choices, either that she's indeed dead oh, and is Facebook posting from beyond the grave, or she's lying. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, is, it is an incredibly annoying thing, to the point where I have used literally in the true sense, you know, to, to mean literally, but I feel like a um, an idiot. I nearly swore then. I feel like an idiot for using it because I sound like one of those plums that's using it for uh, exaggeration. Exactly. Well, and now you need a new word to mean literally. Because if I use literally properly, like say, for example, I fainted and I said, yeah, this happened and I literally fainted. Yeah. Then people then ask me, oh, what, you mean you actually fainted or you just felt a bit dizzy? Like, No, I said literally because it actually happened. Did, did you, as I've got to ask you, did you faint? Yeah. No, that was that was a hypothetical scenario. Thanks for calling, Az. Evening, Ian Lee, um, Talk Radio. I still got the urge to say the old place. Isn't it funny? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, um, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we'll call you back and um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's um. Still early days. It's only show three. I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself, I'm giving myself three weeks before I start judging myself too harshly. I, by the end of three weeks, I should be up to speed, um, and hopefully the, the the show will have either taken more shape or um, less shape. I don't quite know what I want it to be at the moment, but I'm I'm quite happy just pottering along or puttering, pottering or putt. I think they're both acceptable. I'm quite happy puttering along, pottering along, just seeing um, how things go. Rob's on the line. Good evening, Rob. Hello. Hello, Rob. Uh, I'm calling about the Brexit thing that, that Barry was talking about. Yeah, we're not, we're not, yeah, we're not really talking about that. Because, oh. uh, can I be on it? Can I, all right, let's talk about it for a minute. You, you know the Brexit thing? I literally yeah. could not give a stuff. I could not care less whether we're in, I, I we're in or out. It, yeah, I, I don't I don't care either, but I want to look at it from a different angle. Go on, what's the angle you want to look at it from? Okay, so the Brexit thing is Boris Johnson, he's in charge coming out, yeah? Yeah. Why have they put a stupid oath in charge of coming out? Well, two things. Uh, who, are the, who are they? 
Three things. Who are they? Well, the, no, no, no one's, no one's put him in charge of coming out. It's just that he's the most... No, no, no. It's just that he's um, the most vocal and um, he's a celebrity. Um, And, I mean, he's only put himself himself forward for coming out so that he can become prime minister. You know that, don't you? Oh, this country would be even worse if that happened. Yeah, I know. And unfortunately, as much as I would like it to be the case, Boris Johnson ain't stupid. I'm pretty sure he is. No, he's not. Just looking like no, ape. he's not stupid. He's he's an incredibly intelligent man. Ever and and the uh, the fact that he can portray this character of this bumbling blonde oaf yeah. um, that we all I'm think oh he's he's, he's he's his policies are quite nasty, but he's lovely. Uh, it's all it's no, an act. No notice of the policies, huh? I take no notice of the policies whatsoever. I just see him. See him talk, and I just think he's going to fall over. I think that man is going to fall over at some point. Well, it, 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 we all fall over at some point. I've uh, never fallen over. Oh, shut, shut up! You've never fallen over? No, not once. Not when you were a baby learning to walk. I can't remember that. Far Thank back. you very much indeed. Because you don't remember it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm trying to think the last time I I um like I fell over. I bashed my foot quite badly today when as I got out from the car park. I can't remember the last time I actually fell over. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll have Doctor Dennis uh, from Doctor Hook in about uh, an hour or so. I like Dennis. He can talk for England. Even though he's an American, and then and now the phones get quieter, and that's fine. More believe in afterlife, but not in God. Why would anyone believe in the? You know, hang on a minute, Ed. Hi. Do you believe in the afterlife? Yes. Oh. Does, that just killed our conversation. Didn't well, it? no, but well, well no. Hold on. Let me say no, so you can you can make. It no, 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 because I'm going to destroy you. Okay. And I don't want to because you're a nice lad, and it's your oh, birthday thanks. today. So I might wait until after midnight when it's not your birthday. Okay. What do you think is there then? Something. That's the thing. You don't. It's the unknown. Do you now? Do you? And, and this isn't a judgment call at all. A lot of people in the, over the last few months think I hate Christians. I, I don't hate Christians in the slightest. Hey man, if it works for you, it's groovy. Is is your belief in the afterlife coming from a Christian perspective? Yeah. It's coming from a Christian's perspective. So do you? Uh, mm. I can't get my head around it. I don't want to get in trouble with Christians again. Oh, God, please. No, not again. So do you think that, like, your your nan is there and, like, you know, your dog and stuff are all going to be up there? Yeah, yeah. I can't win an argument with you about it because you're coming from a place of faith that is based in faith and is not based in fact. In fact, fa- Faith is not fact, is it? Mm, no, it's not. They're, they're, you know, there's there's facts like the, you know... I call myself a Christian, but, you know, there are facts like the universe has to be created somehow, and it was probably a Big Bang. There's science and facts for all that stuff. But, you know, there are other parts that you just don't know, and you have to believe in. Well, that, that, and that's the thing about faith, and I haven't got faith at all. I, well, I've got faith in some things. I've, I've not got faith in this flipping studio to work and do as I as I command it to do. Um, what if, But the thing is, right, because you win, right? Because if you're right, beautiful, mm. you're up there playing like they've got like um like playstation 6 up there 
Uh, 6C, you know, it's the next generation PlayStation. They've got, they're way up there. <laughs> Xbox 3, they've got. Uh, so you win, right? And I lose because I, you know, I, I, I go to, I go to hell. But if you're wrong and I'm right and there's nothing, well, where's my satisfaction? Where, where, I don't get to go, aha! I told you so. And you as a Christian, if you were right, and we did get to meet up in the afterlife, you wouldn't do that, aha, I told you so. you just look at me, cross your arms and wink, and then you'd walk off and ride a unicorn or something. I don't oh, know. Look, I might bring you up. We'll see how we go. Wowzers. Dennis! Good morning, Ian. Good morning, mine hair. Do you believe in the afterlife? I'm still living this one. <laughs> Not for much longer. How old are you now? Nearly 91. Nearly 91. Uh, Tennis says you won't make it. Uh, no, you, I still won the tenner when you said I wasn't going to do it last time. Double or quits, then. Double or quits. Uh, I, I know you, but Anyway, how are you? Um, you know, when you left... Oh. Uh, yes. I threatened to withdraw my money from the uh, BBC, but some silly twat told me I didn't, I didn't have one in the first place. Yes, well, the, uh, well there, there you go. These... It was a... It was a it was uh, an, an act was no good at all. But it, no, we did miss you. And, and Dennis, I missed you, and I know that you and, and Matty, Boom Boom, and a couple of other people said lots of nice things, and I got all of the, all the messages that were passed on to me, uh, even though they weren't meant to pass on the messages to me. So thank you, Dennis. It was it was uh, it was a very very upsetting time, but but I got a better gig now. So you know, Yabu sucks. You've got Catherine with you as well. That's uh, that's, that's the downside. That's the downside to it. Oh no, you leave her alone. She's she's a great gal. She's a great gal. <laughs> This uh, this business with the uh, telephones up his bum. Oh, I wish I hadn't started that. Yes, it's September. Ian, they're all set to Trump. I said that again. I said they must all be. They must be DABs, and they've all been set to Trump. There we go. You see, his ringtone would be Trump, quite literally, <laughs> quite literally. Big fancy going round with a, a, a nice name for a fart. Belief in life after death is increasing, despite a fall in the number who believe in God. I can't believe. Dennis, because if it, if there was life after death, right? And by the way, this is an open invitation. If any psychic wants to come up here one day and do it live, do it. You won't. But why hasn't my my nan got in touch? Why hasn't my dad got? Why didn't my dad get in touch with me when he died? I mean, fair play, he didn't get in touch with me for about twenty years of my life. That's by the by. Why didn't he get in touch with me, then? I don't know. I'm I'm terrified if it happens because I shall meet my mother-in-law again. <laughs> well, there we go, Dennis. Thank you. How are you keeping? You're right. Well, I had uh, ten days in hospital beginning of November, which I paid for. Yeah, no, my taxes, my NI. Yeah, uh, it was like it was like uh, the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey because I was something wrong with me dinky do, and I woke up at three o'clock one morning in the ward, and there was three lovely young nurses playing about with it. Right now, is this is this going to be a joke or is this act, what actually no, happened? No, it's a fact. And I said, what are you doing? He said, we're looking at it. I said, well, put the damn thing away. No, I can't see it. None of your business. No, but, but leave that Leave that alone. Yes, that's right, yes. But no, no, it's great. You, does your dinky do work? It does now, yes. Good lad. The only put it, the, the, I was in a four-bed four ward. Uh, four yes. I was the only one that was compass. Yeah. The, other three, the other three there were crackers. Dennis, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to talk to you, mate. Take care. I'll keep in touch. Ta-ta, please do. Uh, Rob's on the line. Mo- uh, evening, Rob. Uh, uh, it's me again. I don't like Catherine phoning me back. I stayed on the line the first time I called. But I've been looking at baby photos and baby videos, and I'm not falling over in any of them, so I'm pretty sure I've not fallen over. Okay. I didn't hear any of that, uh, Rob. I'm mumbling, am I? You, well, 
you're mumbling, and there's, it's a really weird for not, it's boring, but the phone calls are very muffled in my ears for some reason. No, I, I, no it doesn't matter. You didn't say anything offensive, did you? No, nothing offensive. It's getting a little bit late. I do get a bit mumbly when it's late. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm still, I, I, I planned last week to kind of stay up until about half past one at night to get me in yeah, the groove for this. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I was, I was in bed do by you, nine. Do you know what would make these late night shows better? Go on. If you could record them in the day. <laughs> so people were more awake. There's something, yeah, there's, there's something though about if you the. Could do it in the day yeah. and have it late night and live. You I see, crack it. I see, that's, that's what we need to work towards, Rob. Yeah, I think you should. Okay, well, I'll have a word with the I, bosses. I've got, I've got a question for you. Yeah, go on. It's something that's been playing on my mind for a long time now. Uh-oh. Um, do you ever find that you have a shower and you smell more after the shower? No. Oh. No, I don't, because I use water and a shower gel for my showers. I've what, used all that. What, what are you using? I'm using all that. What? And it's... I've used all that, and it's like I've opened up the pores. I've let the sweat come out now. Sometimes I have a shower. There's a great phrase in Seinfeld where he's, he's sweaty after a shower, and he says, the shower didn't take. And sometimes the shower doesn't take, and I, I'm sweatier after a shower than I was before. I feel like that every time. But I don't... It's not stinky sweat. Every wow. time. Yeah. You need... Um, Am I but, doing something wrong? <laughs> Describe your shower procedure to me. How does it work? I can do better than that. Tomorrow night I'll record it. Well, and then I'll just say, I'll just send it across. Um, you review it. Tell me if I'm doing something wrong. I don't really want to watch you showering. Oh, but thanks for calling, Rob. Okay, thanks. There we go. I don't really, um, I don't really want to um, see the listener showering. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll take calls straight to air after midnight. I can have a look at that. I don't want to see that. Belief in life after death is increasing. No. Says it's Colin Fernandez. Now we're going to keep an eye on this guy, Colin Fernandez. Do you know what Colin means in French? Couldn't care less. Cod. What does Fernandez mean? Fernando's son. Son of Cod. (laughs) Hang on a minute. We should take this guy seriously. Hang on a minute. He's the Daily Mail science correspondent. Mm-hmm. And um, we did a story from Colin Fernandez yesterday. Say it in, in its Spanish. Colin Fernandez. And um, I, I think this guy, this guy is one to watch mm-hmm. in terms of, of cutting edge journalism. This guy is one to watch. What's he got? Believe, and this isn't science though. This is who do you do? Me do. What man? That man. What man? You remind me of man. What man? That man. What man? You remind that me man. the babe. What babe? That babe. What babe? I can't remember how you can't get out of it. Goes. You remind me of a man. What man? That man. The power. The man with the power. power. The power of voodoo. Who do you do? That was it. That's it, isn't it? Oh, okay. Let's discuss it after this. Okay. Across the show, I feel this evening is. If the reviewer from the Telegraph were to listen tonight, we wouldn't get five stars. We get. We'd get the same treatment that Julia Hartley Brewer got. We get a we get a pasting. We get a, a, a tonguing, a tongue lashing. Wow. <laughs> that would be awful. A tongue lashing. It's what. Um, oh no. Christopher's on the line. Yes, Christopher. Hi. Yay. I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to make a complaint. 
No, you wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Well did you say? Words. Did you say complaints? This is arguments. Complaints is next door. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. No, you can make a complaint. I was doing. I was doing Monty. I thought we were doing a Monty Python sketch. No, I, I haven't seen that one yet. I've only watched series one. You did one. it. You did it very, very well. Highly you, well. You've only watched se- series one. Isn't very good. Series two. Series two and three are the ones. Don't watch series four. It's series, weird. But did you say you watched series, the Holy Grail one. as well? Uh, yeah, uh, well, no, we're not Holy Grail. Uh, Brian, Life of Brian. Life of Brian, that's a cracking film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, Series 1 has got the, um, the Posh People Olympics, what is it? Upper Middle Class of the Year Award, that's the one. I like that. Series 1 I find a little bit slow. Series 2 and 3 it gets a bit psychedelic, and Series 4 there's no John Cleese, and it's, there's no jokes either, and <laughs> it's a terrible yeah. series. Mm. Anyway, what's your beef? <laughs> well, I, I, I just think it's disgusting that the bloke who was on before who stinks after the shower doesn't wash his towels. Sorry, I've got Kate Lawless texting me. She wants a rise reunion. I'm not interested unless the money's there. So what's the point, really? Also, You're not interested. The viewers weren't. Also, what? she's she's sorry, she's worried because she's just had a friend vomit in a cab. Oh, gosh. And she's trying to convince the Uber driver not to give her a bad rating <laughs> as a result of that. Ay, 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 ay. Sorry, Christopher, I've, I've learned over the years to tune out um, the, 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 your voice. So let's try again. What? I just wanted to say it's disgusting that the bloke who smells after his shower doesn't wash his towels. I don't wash my towels often enough. No, I don't. Uh, do you know what else that's going to disgust you? Oh, yeah. we, all, we all use the same know? towel. All of us. All what? four of us. <laughs> what? I mean, we don't have, like... Some people have separate towels, don't they? Well, I had a very fastidious friend. Yeah. And he, he and his partner used to use separate towels. Yeah. And I said, well, me and my husband have swapped worse. Why are we uh, being mean about the towels? What do you mean swapped worse? Oh, God. So... So, so you've got two kids. Do, yeah. do, do, you know what, do you know what mistake people make? Go on. Is that they, they Taking use... <laughs> They, yes, they they use fabric conditioner when they wash the towel. Oh, don't do that! It makes them it makes them less absorbent. M- makes them spiky as well, doesn't it? Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. You this want to get them in a nice tumble? Oh God! No fabric conditioner. Of course, you put fabric conditioner in the towels to make no. them so. I don't even use fabric conditioner. I use the the capsules now. The little the little um, pellets. Oh, do you? Oh, the pa- the shaky pellets. No, the ones that the plasticky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I use oh, you mean the, the capsules? Balls, the balls. Oh, the balls. I don't use those. Well, okay. That's where you and I differ. God, this is boring. <laughs> Flip it, heck. Let's talk about immigrants, can we? That'd be more exciting than this. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Chris. Bye. Tata. Um, he was fun, wasn't he? Oh, I like Chris. Yeah. He's a good lad, but he's nice. boring. La, la, Stan, you're on the line. What go on, Ian? What go on? What go on, Stan? Um, yeah, what's the crack, man? Guys, cool. There's uh, there's controversy on on Twitter. Or controversy. Why? What I said. Frederick says Colin is hake, not cod. Okay. M- more media lies and disinformation. <laughs> she used to work for the BBC, Frederick. That's why she's lying to you. Someone's lied to me in the past. Then the Colin that I went out with, who was French, was telling me his name was Cod. That's what attracted me in the first place. Yes, Dan. Yes. Yeah, speaking of that, actually, I went on a Tinder date tonight, and uh... oh, I. It was with a BBW, and uh, a, pro- a, a profile photo didn't really present herself as a BBW. Right. For those who don't know, it means big, big, beautiful, big woman. beautiful woman. 
Um, so we had a few drinks, and uh, usually, you know... Did you have enough drinks? I think if, if, if I had another bottle of red wine, I probably would have... Oh, no. You probably would have taken her straight home and been respectful. Yeah, I mean, I would have, I would have gone down. So I'm, 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 Tinder, I'm is Tinder like Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> I think Grinder's for uh, the... Uh, yeah, but Tinder is... Tinder, but Tinder is not... The what? Tinder is not, um, is not a dating application. Well, it's supposed to be. It's, it's basically cruising, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's, it's, um, it's for sex. Well, yeah, because by looking at someone's photo, you can't tell what kind of personality they are, can you? I've, I've had about, I've had over a hundred dates now on Tinder. You, you should, say dates. You should be on Julie Hartley Brewer's show with, mm. with, um, uh, and I've, I think in the last, the last, well, I've been single for about four years now, I think I've. I think I've hit almost level 100. Oh, there we go. We actually used the dump button there. He sounded like a romantic fool, didn't he? Pinnock. Did that dump, Ed? Yeah. Use your imaginations. It was that. Still, anyway, I'm a bit out of practice with um, with. No, uh, with you the were dumps. very good with that. I thought that was uh, excellent. But I hesitated. I hesitated for a moment. Uh, but we, um, okay. Wow. Okay. So speed dating's out, and that kind of capers in. Well, this this is the thing, right? Um, th- at least with speed dating, when we were going to talk about this the other night, and we didn't. At least with speed dating, you have to make an effort to yeah. go somewhere, and you can pretend to be interested in the personality. And I'm assuming you pay your subs as well. I assume you pay like what a fiver. Something. I don't know. Who organises speed dating? Is it is it like someone who's very, right? Someone okay. who's fun with a whistle. Okay, every guy, everybody. What we do? Right. So we're gonna have the guys on this side, and then we're gonna, have the, and then we're all gonna work round clockwise. Yeah. Girls are gonna work anti-clockwise. The guys are gonna work clockwise, and you've got three no. minutes each. No, I don't think it works like that. I think what they do is they get the woman, the women sit down. Oh. Because there's usually more men than women. I don't know. I've never been. I've only seen them on. Yeah. I would say documentaries, more sitcoms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. The women sit down and the men sort of move around the room and go from table to table. And, and there's a has bell. Has anyone, has anyone ever actually found a, a, a long-term relationship mm-hmm. from speed dating? I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Surely it's the kind of thing that people do for a laugh oh god it'll be a laugh i'll go with you sue it will be a laugh you never know and then like there's a probably a couple that goes off for a quick bunk up you can say bunk up okay yeah you can say bunk up yeah but i don't know um, i don't know anyone else that says bunk up (laughs) (laughs) if someone offers me a bunk up i think they're gonna like um put their hands down so i can get over a wall (laughs) boy was i surprised (laughs) You put your hands down. And... <laughs> um, but I can't. I can't believe that speed dating is no, is, is because it... it's so shallow, especially when you've only got two minutes. I tell you what. Another thing that's weird is that you still get phone-ins um, on radio shows. There was one the other day um, with, with people questioning the, the validity of internet dating. Mm. Would you? Would you? Would you ever? Go out on an internet date. Well, I think it's kind of the only way to do it now. Yeah, loads of people would. Unless you want would. to date someone at work. What was it? Was it the? Um, was it Ashley Madison that yeah, got, got that's hacked? Not, that's not quite internet dating. Is well, it, it is okay. 
that got hacked. And um, it turns out there were only like, there was like half a million men on there and about 18,000 women. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, yeah, that'll, that'll do it, wouldn't it? Yeah. But anyway, no internet uh, dating, I think, is probably, but, it's the but, way forward, but, isn't but it? But Tinder's the swipey thing, yeah. isn't it? So you go it's for one the selfie more. generation. I just don't understand. Um, the other thing is, who looks like their selfie? Well, you can put so many different levels of effects well, effects on it. And also, right. that pouting duck face where you take it from, you know, like a danchuk, where oh. you take it from on, on high Don't be rude about danchuk. I think no, she's I'm got not, a gig here, isn't I'm she? I'm just saying, people will know what I mean by this. The selfie where, show where with Karen take, danchuk. Where you can take it from on high. I mean, unless you're going to go out with someone who is at least two foot taller than you, they're not no. going to see you like that, are they? No. Karen Danchuk selfie show. How to take the perfect selfie. When is that on Saturdays, Sundays? Both. Is it both? Both. Well, one for each um, day. Yeah. Of the uh, yeah, that would uh, that would do. That. I wonder what filter she uses. None. No hashtag. No filter. Oh, really? Mm. Wow. That's that's. Pert. She's a very pretty woman. Walking down the street. And sitting down. Kind. I'd like to meet. Probably. Well, yeah. no. She. I think she's. I think she's very attractive. I've not got. Why are you making this into a thing that I've got beef with Karen Danchuk? I haven't got beef. You're suggesting that I, by mentioning her, I've got beef. How many Dan's can a Danchuk chuck? <laughs> anyway, no one looks like their selfies, so... Make myself laugh by saying something really stupid. So you could swipe and then end up with something... I've never done it. Have you done it? Anyone listening? <laughs> There's no one's phoning in. They've all gone. They've got bored now. <laughs> They're all on Tinder dates. They've had, also, they've... Yeah, there we you go. Know the Nef- you know the Netflix and chill thing and everyone goes, oh yeah, Netflix and chill. No, I don't and know. It, what, and what it is is the idea is it's do you want to come round and watch telly with me? But it's Netflix kind of, and chill. Yeah, it's it's the new. Do you want to come in for coffee? I, no what, coffee gets poured. Well, no people, Netflix get watched. People say um, Netflix and chill. Yeah. No. Has anyone actually gone round and just watched Netflix? I um, at college. I can see a breakers coming up. I had a bet with this girl who said. Oh yeah, boys, blokes and girls can't sleep together in the same bed without having sex. I said, I prove you wrong. And she went, okay, go on then. And we slept together and we didn't have sex. And then about 15 years later, I went, oh, idiot! What idiot! Oh, literally 15 years later, it just popped in. And she was literally disappointed the next day. And I just, 15 years later, I realised what an absolute plum I'd been. Talk radio. Good news, by the way. You know they're going to make poppers illegal. Yeah. They're still legal. Woohoo. <laughs> well, exactly. I, you just thought you might be interested. I know someone who got um, poppers dropped in a lift. Don't know what that means. Well, by the time they got to the top floor. They were very high. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. We'll take your call straight to air 0844 499 1000. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Call straight to air after this. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll have Dennis the Corrier, the lead singer from Doctor Hook, in about half an hour. He's always good value. Now we're just sit and chat, and we'll take your call straight to air. 0844 499 1000. Um, it works like this. Your number comes up on the screen. I touch the screen and go, line one, you're on the wireless. Line two, you're on the wireless. Line three on the wireless. Hello there. Can I tell you two things I don't like about your radio show? What's happened, my friend? Can I tell you two things I don't like about your radio show? Yeah, what are they? I'll press it anyway, just in case. Uh, thank you for that. Um, I don't know what you said. If you're going to phone into the straight-to-air bit, turn your radios off, otherwise you can't... He's enjoying listening to himself, isn't he? 
They think it's rawl over. Right. I have a problem with this word. Rawl? Rawl plugs. Because I always think it's wall plugs. Rawl. And saying rawl makes me uncomfortable. Rawl to me... I don't know whether it's a northern word, but rolling is what my mum would accuse me to do if I of doing if I was like lolling about on the Stop sofa. Stop rolling downhill. Stop. Ro- no, not rolling. 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 She's rolling all over that. JK rolling. No. She's good that JK rolling. Good for herself. M- millions of pounds. She's getting on a bit though. No. She should cover those boobs up. No. Rolling. Ro- yeah, rolling. Like, JK rolling. Like, look at me cushions. They're a right state. You've been rolling all over that sofa. Probably oh, city. I'm, I'm Joanne. Joanne Kane Rowling. <laughs> That's what I do. Anyway. Collector Peter Barnard is selling his hoard of vintage Rawl plugs. Oh. Rawl plugs with a capital R, so that must be a brand must name. Be, yeah. Maybe named after Mr. Rawl. After the obsession drove his wife R- up the wall. Oh. The granddad. 67. Well, that's sexist. They, would they would they say if it was a grandmother? No, sexist. Here's a thing. Go on. There's a story that's a really horrible story in the paper, but it's good that it's in the paper. Tell me. We'll get back to the rule plugs guy in a bit. I can't wait. It's a story about Stephen Fry being fat. Right, but he, some, he goes fat then Filling thin. out fast, it's Fry and his husband of 28. It's easy to pile on the pounds after you settle down in wedded bliss. And judging by Stephen Fry's waistline, he's very content with young husband Elliot Spe- uh, Spencer. Good. Spencer, who was markedly skinny when his romance with the star became public, has also filled out. Do you know why? It's a horrible story. It's a really snarky, yeah, nasty story. Yeah, but they're story. treating them like any other married couple. No, no, no. They're treating them like women. Because you always get... Um, um, there'll be a story of a, of a woman that's got mm. fat. And yeah. everyone will go, oh, well, you wouldn't get that about a bloke. Boom, you got it. Do you know what I... Boom, you Can got it. Can I have it. a look at that? Hang on a second. Oh. Boom, you got it. Boom. Can I have a look? Yeah, sure, Sometimes mate. in the Daily Mail, when they talk about Stephen Fry's husband, they put it in inverted no, commas. No, they've learned... I think, I think that's the reason they're doing that story, because there are no inverted commas. Right, so they're just being mean to both of them? Yes. Because they treat everyone the same? Yes. Well, well done, Daily Mail. Thank you. There we go. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh. It's the 11 o'clock show theme. There's a war on, and it's just a cricket. Here's your opening batsman, Mr. Ian Lee. Some events. Yeah, I used to be popular. Oh. I used to be pop. I used to be somebody, Ed. You're working with a has-been. Did they hold up a thing marked clap? They, they, they didn't do that, but they would... Whi- they would, Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you they know. did that family fortune. But I was, I, still, I was still popular. Mm. They didn't have... They were still, yes, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Let me try if we put you there. Yeah, you're on the wireless. No, they're not. No, they've gone. Well, that's fine. Don't they have nothing up. to say. The granddad, 67, amassed hundreds of the fixing in his workshop at home before Mrs. Jane balked, Mrs. Jane, Jane balked at the size of his stockpile. Oh, you would, though, wouldn't you? Now his hoard is set for auction, valued at £1,000. Good luck with that. He's having a, a laugh. £1,000 for a load of rule plugs? Got to be joking. Peter's collection... Oh, hang on a second. 
spans decades of British firm rule plugs history. Yeah, but... Oh, and it's not just rule plug. Well, this is a lie. This is a lie. What so it says here, the first line is, collector Peter Barnard is selling his hoard of vintage rule plugs. Then it turns out it's not, it's not rule plugs. It's got fittings, mags, promotional items and tools. Yeah, but the only person who's going to be interested in that is Mr. Roll. Mr. Roll Plug. The retired natural history museum worker of Gillingham... Or is it Gillingham? Gillingham, Kent. There's, there's, there's a, no, in, in that case it's Gillingham in Dorset. Oh. Has now decided to focus on his first love, not his wife, insect collecting and woodwork. Oh, she wants to get rid. And not of the insects. He said, I haven't come across anyone else who's collected roll plugs. Yeah. I think it's the only link. Yeah. My family gets to assume I'm a bit of a strange guy and it's part of my character. But I'm bored of it now and it has to go. He's bored of it now. That's hilarious. How long did it take him? 25 years? Oh, did you hear his voice then? Yeah. It's ironic because his wife is a retired speech therapist. Retired speech therapist Jane said, I was very surprised to see how many boxes Peter Collection took up. I was glad to see the back of it, really. I still love him. Why do we need to know what she did for a living? Oh, here we go. John Joseph Rawlings invented the wall fixings in 1911 to attach electrical fittings at the British Museum. Well, we didn't have electricity in 1911, so what was the point of that? Yeah, we did. No, we didn't? Yeah, we did. Oh, sh- shut up yourself! We had the gas lighters! Listen up yourself! We did have a bit Big of Big up yourself! We had the gas lighters! The people that would go round and, um, light the, the things with the gas! Yeah, like Fanny by Gaslight. <laughs> yes, we- line two. Why do we need to know what she did for a living? Oh, here we go. John Joseph Rawlings invented the wall fixings Time in travel. 1911 to attach electrical fittings at the this British Museum. We didn't have electricity in 1911, so what was the point of that? We didn't. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Oh, shut up yourself. We have the gas lighters. Listen up yourself. We did have a bit of... Bring up yourself. We had the gas lighters. The people that would go round and, um, light the, the things with the gas. It's not actually yeah, that good, is it? <laughs> I thought it sounded better the yeah, second time. Why do we need to know what she did for a living? Oh, here we go. John Joseph Rawlings. Oh, no, we're going, no, no, we got stuck in a time loop. It's like that episode of Doctor Who with Tom Baker when he's stuck in a time loop and he can't get out of it. Uh, line uh, three, you're on the wireless. All of which makes me anxious. The time's unbearably so. <laughs> okay. There's, there's no reason um, why you'd know what that is. Unless you're a fan of my work, which you're not. Uh, let's go up the board. Line 10, you're on the wireless. Hello? No, not working. Okay. <clears throat> well, I've, um, I've got nothing else to say. Oh, yeah, poppers are legal. No stoppers on poppers. That's a great po- headline. Poppers are legal, not poppers illegal. Poppers are legal. Poppers are legal? No, my father was actually a criminal. Poppers illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello there. I wanted to tell you a couple of things I don't like about your show. Okay, well, you've got, you you got the radio off now, so that's good. Okay, where you go? Go again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a bit of a bubble with that. So I've got I've pulled over and I can do it now. Excellent. Well, I can't think of anything I don't like about your show. Permission to pull out, please, sir! Your permission granted! There we go. These are all these call oh, and response. I get it now. All these call and response things that I can't remember the response to. It's like radio key. The Home Office yesterday said it will not now ban party drug poppers after an outcry from gay groups and Tory MP Crispin Blunt. 
He did. He stood up, didn't he? Was he the one that stood up and said, I'm gay? And, you know, and I've used them, yeah. Popper is typically used by gay men to heighten sexual pleasure. Um, it relaxes the muscles, doesn't it? Yeah, apparently. You didn't need to mime it. <laughs> didn't need to mime it. Well. Um, had been due to be among a list of legal highs outlined from April the 6th. But this is not a job. <laughs> What's the job? Well, do you know what Karen Bradley does? Test poppers. <laughs> She's the crime minister. <laughs> <laughs> She's the Prime Minister. Yes, Prime Minister. Here's the thing. Go. Nobody says Prime Minister correctly. Prime Minister. They don't. They go. They say Prime Minister. Like he's a Prime Minister. Prime Minister. No one says Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Because it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Like no one says Crime Minister because that's not real. Crime Minister. Line one. Hi, I am the Penguin. Okay. Thank you very much. Crime Minister... Very clever. Karen Bradley, yes, they said they would be removed from the list after the Advisory Council on the Misuse of Drugs said poppers were not as dangerous as other legal highs. At the time, gay Mr Blunt... (laughs) Come on, guys. Really? At the time, gay Mr Blunt... (laughs) That's such a terrible sentence. It's 2016, yeah? Yeah. Okay. At the time... Gay Mr. Blunt <laughs> told the Commons he used poppers, the slang name for the chemical alkyl nitrate. I thought it was amyl nitrate. And said the ban was fantastically stupid. Um, the Home Office reacted by promising to review claims that poppers had a beneficial health effect for gay men. I don't well, know if it's a, 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 well, OK, again, please don't mime it. Um, <clears throat> OK. Let me read that sentence one more time. At the time, gay Mr. Blunt. There's gay Mr. Blunt. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Where's my bicycle? Yes, line six. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, Line 12, you're on the wireless. Another word which has been ruined. Jugs. (laughs) Alan Bennett there. Oh, dear. <laughs> Line six, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Yes, hello. My name is Peter from Gillingham. Yep. And um, you seem particularly interested in my roll plugs. <laughs> I, I, I wondered if you'd like to buy them. They're going for a grand, though. Well, it's very reasonable. But it's just... I'm sorry, I sound. I'm sorry, I sound a little bit like Ken Livingston. But apart from that, apart from that, a, it's an immaculate collection. Have they ever been used before? Well, yeah, some of them have got you know genuine plaster dust <laughs> in I'm, them. I'm going to pass. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to pass. But thanks very much. That's all right. Welcome. Dear, you're welcome. Regards to Jane. Yes. Let's take one more before the break. Line uh, two. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's Rob again. Hello, Rob. Stinky, stinky Rob, apparently. Still, still yes, yeah, stinky, stinky, stinky yeah, Rob. The... Yes. There's nothing wrong with my towels. They're washed fine. It's me that's weird, not the towels. So we'll move away from that. But the reason why I call back up is you keep saying rule plugs. Rule plugs. Yeah. The, the L, I'm pretty sure the L is silent. I'm pretty sure it's just rule plugs. 
Is no, it's, well, it's not. It's raw plugs. But I'm pretty sure that hell is silent. It's just raw. If I go into a shop and say I need some raw plugs. Well, you you say raw. Well, you're saying it wrong when you go to the handyman. And they're trying not to be rude about it. They, but... You are, They see you coming in. They go, yeah, watch <laughs> this. He's he's, he's going to ask for raw plugs, and he's not going to say the L. He's a nutter. And then when you walk out, uh, the the kid goes, oh, blimey, governor, you're right. What a muppet. And then they so set the next time you go in, they set up, they set up, the next time you go in, they set up a hidden camera yeah. and then they film it and then it goes on YouTube. And then the next thing you know, it's on, um, Idiots Make You Lol on Channel 5. And you've gone viral. You've gone viral, mate. Robin, or vira. I, I don't, I don't want to be on that at all. I don't want to be known as the stinky guy who doesn't know how to pronounce Yeah, it. well, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid, Rob, that's exactly what you're known as. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's have a break. That's time. I've just had an argument during that break. Let me guess, Doctor Who? Yes. <laughs> I've arguing. Uh, I think you'll find it's actually uh, John Pertwee, who was in the episode where um, he was stuck in a time loop. And I've replied, no, it's Tom Baker. Then Mitch Ben has steamed in and corrected the guy for spelling John Pertwee wrong. <laughs> And then the guy's gone, aha, it is John Pertwee, and he's found a Wikipedia link with the episode. And then someone has come in, Paul Ebbs has come in and gone, it's both of them, lads. And then he names Time Monster and Megloss. Of course, Megloss. So let's uh, all be friends again. uh, Let's all be friends. Easter eggs are banned. Where? Nowhere. Front page of the start. The word Easter has been shamefully axed from the boxes of millions of brick (laughs) chocolate eggs to avoid causing offence to other religions... Muslims. It emerged last night. Turn we to didn't page know, seven. Did it? But here's the thing: is there's a weird sentence in this, right? Uh, chocolate firms have banned the word Easter from their eggs to avoid offending non-Christians. Muslims. Religious campaigners said last night. Oh, which ones? Oh, well, let's, oh, that'd be interesting. Let's find out. Um, I wonder if it was them. Cadbury is now selling a dairy milk egg hunt pack <clears throat> while Nestle advertises Aero's chocolate egg with bubbly bars. I, they've always called them that, haven't they? Sainsbury's has also joined the political correctness trend by selling its <laughs> own brand, Milk Chocolate Egg. Now, here's the thing, right? See if you can spot the shocking thing in this. Go on. Maybe you won't think it's shocking. And it's it's a Christian, so see, see, maybe you agree with this. Maybe I've got this wrong. The E-word is apparently so offensive that posh chocolatiers, green and blacks, once described the most important date on the Christian calendar merely as the Festival of Chocolate and Loveliness. Is Easter really the most important date in the Christ- Christian well, calendar? Well, yes, 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 yes. More yes. so than Christmas? Yes. Yep. I'll tell you, you why. joking! I'll tell you why. He had to be born to die! This is the thing. Right? The born to run. The whole point is Easter. Because if you don't believe that he died and was resurrected, he died for your sins. Because before yep. that, it was all Old Testament. That's nice of him. All Old Testament stuff, and God would smite us. But if he hadn't been born... He couldn't have died. All right, so that's fairly important. Oh, but yeah, the main come on. thing is, this like, was Easter his... Easter is number one. Christmas is like yeah. number two. It's like Christmas leads to Easter. It's... But, his... oh, you but guys. this is the completion of his destiny. This is what's wrong. This and, is what's wrong. And with... before that, it was all like floods and locusts and plagues. And okay. he took all the sin and oh, washed it away sakes. with his gorgeous gift. That's the point of Easter. Or maybe it didn't exist. But why, but do, I, point, why do I get more presents at Christmas then than at Easter? Uh, riddle me that. I'll tell you why. Hmm? Commercialism. This prompted angry and frustrated campaigner David Marshall to set up the Meaningful Chocolate Company in which his fair oh. trade charity, Real Easter Eggs, oh. 
puts the religious message onto the packaging. Oh, this is what it's about, is it? He said, it's deeply disappointing and shameful that some of the biggest companies in the country are censoring this century's old tradition. But I'll hop on and make some money out of it. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't noticed that. I haven't noticed that. No, I don't think they've ever said Easter egg. It's dairy milk egg, buttons eggs, isn't it? I don't know. L- line two, did they ever say Easter eggs? Uh, hello? Hello, you're on the air. Oh, hi, it's Jan. Hello, Jan, how you doing? You are right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm OK. Um, <laughs> I do have to laugh at you, though. Right, uh-oh. I well, no, i tell you why. You know these weird people that phone up and, like, you, you say, oh, line two, and somebody yeah. comes on and it's all, like, gobbledygook? Yeah. Do, do you know these people? Well, do I know you? Um, only from last night, uh, from the other night, when I phoned up and had a little chat with you. Then you've answered your own question. <laughs> I don't, I mean, some of these people have called me in the past. Um, we had that fella from Watford who I don't remember at all. Um, uh, Brian. Yeah. Uh, so, some of these people have called up in the past, but I don't know, I don't know them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but you sort of, uh, you said, oh, well... You know, uh, people that know my show or that have known my show and I've done things. What was your previous shows like? What were your previous shows like? No, they're no better than this. Well, <laughs> I just did. I just did three and a half years at the BBC on a local radio station where it was a bit straighter than this, and we talk about you know important news of the day like um, Milton Keynes parking going up by ten pence. But you had an excellent oh producer. My no, God, oh. don't talk to me about that. I've just been stung. Oh, oh yeah, how so? A supermarket for being in there for uh, forty-four minutes over. Well, that's quite a lot. Um, that's quite a long time over, Jan. And I can't think how I'm going to tell them. I can't think of a reason to give for why I was there for three and a half hours. Why were you there for three and a half hours? <laughs> well, because I met my bestie and we went off to Matalan. <laughs> tell him that. Well, I'll leave my car here. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, oh, went off to Matalan and then came back. And then just the other day, I've got this letter through saying, Ooh. "Oh, you—you're only meant to be there for three hours, and you were there for three hours, forty-four minutes." How long? So, what were uh, you doing in Matalan for nearly four hours? Well, it wasn't. We sort of went for—we um, went for lunch. Yeah. And then we <laughs> we went to um, Costa, oh, um, had a bit of lunch, and then the went life. to Matalan. And then I thought, you know, we're just going the one car. Yeah. How, and, mu- how um, much have you got? How much is the fine? Uh, well, if I pay up until 24 days or 25 days, I think it's um, 50 quid. Ooh, is, uh... But if I pay after that, it's £85. Pay mm. it, pay it, pay it, pay it and get it out of the way. I, when, I, I, when I get a parking ticket, I get uh, I get myself be angry for two minutes. And then blame yourself. And, and I, then I pay it straight away because I've, I've normally done something wrong. Jan, did you yeah, get anything nice yeah. in Matalan? Did you get any nice tops or anything? Um... No, I didn't, but I do like some of their stuff. It's weird because I've actually got one in my town and I very rarely go to it. Um, but yeah, I do actually like some of their stuff and they're now bringing in the, the summer stuff, so yeah. yeah. Well, careful, like... it's not quite warm enough for that yet, is it? No, but I'm going to a spa day. Hey! You'll have nothing on all day, you'll just be in a dressing gown and them slippers <laughs> that look like flip flops. <laughs> So I've packed my bag, so I'm all ready to go to there tomorrow, and I'm going to be staying the night, so... Do you know... That, that should be fun. Me and my sister went on a spa date recently, oh, yeah. and all we did was stay up in our room drinking wine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do what we want, don't well, we? Do what we want. Well, 
I have packed some in my bag, I must say. Good girl. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> me and my daughter. Jan, listen, this is, Jan, listen, this is how it works, OK? So the straight-to-air bit is, like, look, there's a call here. Let's take this call and see what happens. So, Jan, say, hello, line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. Say, hello, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> It's the Blue Oyster Club. It's the theme tune from the Blue Oyster, Blue Oyster Club. See, but then I feel like I'm on, I'm on like a parallel universe. I don't understand all this, Ian. You it's don't very know. confusing. You don't know me. Police Academy. You don't have to. Uh, this is the thing, Jan. What we we need we, we think too much. We need to let ourselves go. I don't understand it. What? Why should we understand everything around us? <laughs> We just discussed. We just discussed a bloke coming back from the dead after three days. We don't need to understand all of these things. Let's just let's just accept them. I know, but it's like I'm trying to chill, and I'm already chilling Netflix tomorrow. And I thought, oh, I'm going to put the radio on. I'm going to listen to Ian. No, and it's like what? Yeah, it's like what? Janice, I'm going to let you go because I want to squeeze in one more call before we get Dennis on from Doctor Hook. Let's go to uh, line three. Three, you're on the wireless. It's Rosie. Uh, Rosie, turn your radio off. Oh, sorry. No, you will. Come be. on, Rosie. Come you know on. this stuff. Come on. Oh, Is that your first rodeo? I didn't think you'd answer. Well, what? Why? <laughs> Did, well, because the, I, was the, not, I was hanging on about ten minutes, about half an hour ago, and nobody answered. Oh, we were busy then. Well. I didn't see it then. We were busy then. Anyway, look, you've got, you got a minute. Busy, you got yeah, a minute. Yeah, then we're going to get. I thought I'd leave it. Leave it till you're not so busy. Go on, then. I was just going to phone up, but all these people got talking about blooming spa days and stuff. Yeah. You know, I've never, ever been to one of those. I've never had a massage. Oh. Um, sometimes I just get a bit, like, fed up. Frustrated. I'll massage you. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch. I'll film it. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> You've never had a massage? No. I treat myself every now and then, and I might treat myself soon because I've been getting terrible headaches. The uh, the Thai place around the corner from me, an hour, 60 quid, 60 quid for an hour, but it's worth it. I had my first massage after I had my first baby. It was like a little treat for my sister. Oh, my goodness, Rosie, you haven't lived. I'm always I'm worried. I've said this before. I'm, I'm worried that she's thinking that I'm thinking it's going to be a sexual thing because you can get sexual massages. I believe they call it a happy finish, right? And I really want to. No, <laughs> I really, massage. I really want her to know that I'm enjoying. She's obviously well trained, and I want her to know that I'm enjoying the fact it's trained. You're making noises. So I, ma- I make noises. What like, noise? Oh, oh yeah, that's really good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> really enjoying this. I don't think she'd feel like she needed to do anything extra then. No, I don't. No. I, I, I don't want her to think that I'm. I don't want her to think. That I'm thinking bad things about her, and I'm not, genuinely not <laughs> at all. You've got to wear special pants if you're a man. They've got to be. <laughs> you've got to wear um, trunks, not boxers. Well, I told you about oh, that right, massage okay. I had. Right, me yeah. and my sister had the same treatment, yeah. except they made me strip off completely. <laughs> God, you see, I know, Rosie, I might have been had. Rosie, this is no, what you're. No, no, no. This sort of, listen, I've got to move on because we're going to get in a, in a few moments, dear listener. We're going to have Dennis LaCorrier, the lead singer from Doctor Hook, an all-round nice guy. Let's have this. She gets home after six to eat, to even fix a bite to eat. She pours a glass of wine. Tries to ease her mind and rest her tired feet. 
Please welcome to the show. It's Dennis LaCorrier. I'm going to say it because you're doing a tour as Dr. Hook, the lead singer of Dr. Hook. Hey, Dennis, how are you doing? How are you? No, that's that's okay. I mean, you know, it's funny how over the years people think if they mention that to me, I'm going to get angry or something. It's it's probably the most important thing I've ever done. But there are some, some, you know, rock stars and pop stars and things who... um, they kind of get a little bit sniffy about the thing that made them famous, about, you know, if the hit or the group, like, and they get a little bit funny about talking about it. Have you ever had that where you've, you've, you've you know, someone's given you a Dr. Hook record to sign, you've gone, no, I'm not signing that. No, 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 no. The only thing I did, man, was in 1985 when we did the farewell tour, uh, you know, I kind of try, I, I wanted to move on to other things because I was like, you know, I was 35 years old and people were saying to me, hey, you used to be, uh, you know, and I, it made me check my pulse. I mean, I, I just felt like I was w- way too young to be a used to be. So I kind of drifted away from it for a while. And also I went through a period of like, you know, if you didn't sing a certain song, someone would tell you the whole show was dreadful. You yeah. know? And I took great umbrage at that. But man, it's a funny thing about having a history. You know how they always tell you, Ian, you know how they always tell you that great wise, you know, you have to be here now. Yeah, yeah. You must be. Well, when, when you're in a position like I am, and, and I guess a lot of people who do what I do, you're always thinking about the past, and you're always worried about how you might parlay that into some kind of future. Yeah. And there's very, very little room to be here now. So I kind of took a, a nice long be here now break, did some solo albums, wrote some songs for other people, put out a book of poetry and cartoons, not to compete, you know, it's not like I'm trying to supersede my career, but just so I, I knew I had a, a genuine pulse. You put now out the hook thing is just part of what I do, and it's cool. It's great. You did, you did, right, a great album, Post Cool, which, yeah. I don't how long ago was that, five years ago? Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. It's, it's brilliant. It's this Thanks. delightful little kind of... Sort of folky, country, poppy album with these... It's charming. Charming is the word. And cool. it's, it's, it's a cracking record. Yeah, well, yeah, man, it's, it, it's the old thing. You know, when I was with Hook, we had the might of Sony or capital EMI yeah. behind us. You know, and it was a different day. I mean, it's, it, it's funny how they keep... The business keeps making you chase yourself because... You know, the labels have made it pretty certain that nobody's going to make any money selling records. So now everybody has fleeted onto the stage, you know, and now you can't get a booking because they go, well, really, you know, we got the Russian circus in here all week. You know what I mean? So it's just this business kind of eats itself, you know what I mean? So these days I just try to I try to be consistent. I think the hook thing is cool, man. You know, a couple of years ago, Universal Music asked me, because they, they acquired all the old catalog, and I was glad they did, because it's it's new to them, so they're excited about it. When it was laying in the EMI vaults, 
it was all news. Yeah. So Universal said, "Will you put out, help us put out an album. And I've been involved doing that. We did it here in the UK and it went top 10 and same with New Zealand. And, you know, that's pretty cool, man. This material is like 41 years old. Here's, so the, it, here's, here's the thing, Dennis, right? I've told you this before. I was brought up, I was brought up on Neil Diamond by my dad and Dr. Hook by my mum. And as a right. kid, it's like, I hate this stuff. I hate it. And yeah. then as I got older, I thought, this is brilliant. The thing, when people think of Dr. Hook, though, they think of sexy eyes and when you're in love with a beautiful woman, right? Great songs, but if you listen to, like, the first, I don't know, first three Hook albums, it's a completely different band. That yeah. Those are filthy, filthy albums. We played a little bit last night of I Got Stoned and I Missed It. Yeah. And yeah, no, well, a lot of those early things, man, you know, when we were a bar band, you, you used to have to play anything that, that kept you from being killed. <laughs> and, and really, really, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And, and then you could do dirty versions of cover songs yeah. to entertain yourself till 3 o'clock every morning, you know. And and so when, when we became uh, sort of like a, a commercial, uh, you you know, entity. We had the the uh, power of songs by Shel Silverstein. Yeah, and he wrote Sylvia's Mother, but he also wrote Freaker's Ball, and he wrote the Ballad of Lucy Jordan, but he also wrote Acapulco Goldie, and he also wrote <laughs> Cover of Rolling Stone. And it was the thing where it was like, I always thought if one guy could write those that kind of diversity why couldn't somebody one guy sing yeah. that kind of diversity and it, but it kept us confusing but those those early albums Ian are the band really just singing our hearts out and, and it was raw and we didn't care what we looked like or how it sounded we just wanted to get it out there and then we all went broke and bankrupt and nobody could feed their families and we thought okay do we want to try to be real people and get yeah. jobs or do we want to stay in this business and to stay in the business man we had to get on the radio you had to you know? get slicker yeah, oh yeah, man. Let me tell you, let me tell you something, okay? In America, they had all these radio stations. And what was pretty cool is all these big rate tracking stations like, uh, WHN in Chicago and WABC in New York and WMMS in Cleveland was a big one. And if they went on your record, about 40 s- smaller stations all over America. And you needed that. You needed all those arteries and stuff. So we, we went in with one of our early records back when I looked like Bigfoot with a guitar, you yeah. know, and, and Rosalie Trombley, I think her name was, who was the program director, this older woman, she wouldn't have anything to do with us at all. And we got haircuts and, you know, slicked it up a little bit, shag haircut, and walked into her office with Sharon the night together, and she didn't even play the record. She looked at me and she went, yeah, that's better. Like she was my auntie. You know, it was like I was visiting my grandmother. And, you know, I always used to laugh about that because some people, some people used to have to ply them with cocaine. I just had to get a haircut, you know? The thing is, the thing is right, it's funny you say you were with 35 when uh, Dr. Hook split up because you you joined them they were all the rest of the band were older than you what were you 15 when you joined them I was about 19 as a matter of fact I was 35 when it ended Ray Sawyer was 34 when it started wow wow you know and and let's clarify because there would be people this must be (laughs) right you know this comes from a place of love Dennis I'm gonna ask you I'm gonna ask you the question that I bet you get asked loads and is the most irritating question you could be asked where's the eye patch (laughs) 
Yeah, no, let, let me tell you something about that. The most irritating thing would be as if they just assumed it was me. Yeah, right. You know, if they're asking about it, it means it's still it's still up for question. Right. The guy with the eye patch was a good mate of mine back then, Ray Sawyer. I mean, you know, he was the icon of Dr. Hook, the way Mick Jagger's lips are yeah. the icon of the oh, he was the show. He was the look, and you were the voice. Yeah, after a while, it did fall that way. It really did fall that way. And, and, and you know, so, and people do, they ask me that all the time. But, you know, I, I, it gets to be, because I'm only, uh, you know, I'm a human being, it gets to be a little annoying on the scope of where, you, you know, where it, it, it's not so much that people ask, but, you know, when you go to a record store and, and, and you pick up a CD and it says Dr. Hook at his very best and it has a picture <laughs> of Ray on the cover. Yeah. And I turn over the album and I'm singing a whole lot of songs on there. And, after, you know, for the most part, I walk away whistling, but after a while, or on a bad day, you know, I'm not going to trash the HMV, but, you know, you know what I say to you? Here, here's the deal. How about if if every night you did your show and they introduced you as someone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they said, and not only that, from now on we're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so it's just, it's a popular misconception. How did 19-year-old you then hook up? What, 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 what were hook? A, like, a, like a country band when you joined them? No, Ray, Ray and Billy and George played in bands down south together. And then they all drifted off. And George came, George Cummings came up to uh, New Jersey. And he was playing in these bars. And when I was a kid, first of all, I, sat, I started out sitting on the steps of these bars and listening to the music when the doors opened, I would look really quickly at the band. And then when I was old enough to sneak in, I just sat in and played drums or played harmonica or sang. I just sat in with bands. And one night, George asked me if I could play guitar. I think he was too stoned to do a set. And I went, okay. And and that's how I met George. And then he later on Ray came up and they asked me to play bass and it was just a little bar gig but I was maybe 12 13 years younger than them yeah. and they were all from the deep south and it was very exotic to me and I was kind of exotic to them because I knew all this pop music and they knew all this country and blues and and and, and it was it was kind of a good you know it was a good marriage because none of us were the same kind of people I think that made the band interesting. Dennis, you know? stay there. I've got to pay the rent. You okay to come back in a second? Yeah, yeah, as long as I don't have to pay for anything. No, you haven't got to pay, you haven't okay. got to pay a dollar, boss. Honestly, stay there. Let's have some of this. Oh, and then we play... There we go. There we go. Hang on. Everybody must be on drugs in this town. Or maybe there's a strange new bug that's been going round. Cause people all smiling and waiting as I go by Everybody loves me and I don't know why That, that, I've got to say, I think that's my favourite Hook song. You know something? Rick and I wrote that, and it's one of mine. When I play solo, when I play solo, I play. I sometimes start start the show with that. I love it. It's a great song, and I just, I just honestly, I think those first three albums are delicious. And uh, lost classics is perhaps too strong a word, but I, I just there's a real. You'll know this. There's a real snobbery, isn't there, when it comes to music? And some bands are cool, and some bands are not cool. And I grew up like in the monkeys, so I never cared. You know, I got bullied for that. I never cared about the cool thing at all. 
Were, 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 how were Hook perceived? Was there a, a period when Hook were cool? Never, never. Never. Man, we were always like, you know, right at the end of the radio station there where it's a little off the dial. It was never, never, uh, you know, our first record, Sylvia's Mother, this, this, you know, lovely ballad that I sang seriously. I tried to put emotion in it. They thought that one was funny. And then cover Rolling Stone, they thought was probably a documentary, you know? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so really, nobody ever knew how to take us. And, you know, I want to say something about what we talked about earlier, because yeah. you said, you know, people will know when you're in love with a beautiful woman and sexy eyes and, and maybe not know the earlier stuff. But I have to tell you, in some really twisted irony, that stuff that a lot of Dr. Hook purists would say is where we sold out is the reason people still know yeah. who Dr. Hook is. Because I swear to you, Ian, we would have been relegated to... And I don't mean to be mean to any of the bands, because I'm talking about genre, not talent or status. But uh, Commander Cody and the Lost Planet Airmen, the new riders of the Purple Sage. Hang on, are these real bands? I've never heard of these guys. These were all country, psychedelic rock bands uh, when we started in the early 70s that, you know, you could still, they're they're still, you know, I don't know if they're popular, but, you know, it was a genre. And and we were Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show. We would have been a hippie band that people went, oh, yeah, yeah, cover Rollins. Oh, was that them? You know, oh, yeah, was that them? And, And, you know... They they package these things, and the compilations come out, and the greatest hits things come out, and I try to take some hand in making them a little different and giving them a, a, a personal slant so it's not just, oh, we found another picture of the band, let's yeah. put another album out. But if it wasn't for the big hits... Because that's, you know, we don't, see, you, the, I sent you that compilation. If it wasn't for the big hits, that compilation yeah. would not be coming out with and all I, that other cool stuff on it. And I hate all this. thing has to break down the door. Yeah. And Sexy Eyes, and I'm not happy about this, but Sexy Eyes does it more than everybody loves me. <laughs> you know? It's that cat commercial, Dennis. It was the cat commercial that made Sexy that? Eyes. I do remember, remember it. Oh, yeah. man, I don't know what, you know, I got to the airport. It was for cat you know, food. <laughs> I, you were thought I was carrying fish, pal. I'm telling you. <laughs> was there? It was there. Cause, okay, so you joined the band. Okay, it's this 19-year-old kid, and then you say they're all older than you, right? Yeah. And you're. I've got. Listen, I'm not flirting with you, but you're a good-looking guy. Thanks. Right? Thanks. You, you've always been a good-looking guy. Was there at any point when you started doing more of the vocals? Because at the start, it's kind of you and Ray, and you, you do some brilliant harmonies together. Really good yeah. harmonies, oh, actually. Yeah, really cool. Great, great group stuff in, on those early albums. Was there know? a point when you... It was obvious that you were becoming the front man of the band, that the rest got a bit jealous? Or were they always cool with it? No, no. And, you know, uh, the very first thing we did was that Harry Kellerman movie with Dustin Hoffman uh, that Shell wrote the score for. That's how we got involved with Shel Silverstein, and there were two fi- songs in that film, and I sang both of them. So, I mean, I think, you know, it was kind of evident to someone, or maybe not evident, that's a, a strange word uh, for, for something so new, but I think it, the idea was, oh, listen to this guy's voice, that's a little different, right from the very beginning. Then the fact that the band, other members sang and did their featured vocals, and as an ensemble, we were colorful, that's the vehicle I wrote in on yeah pretty much but there was always a time in the middle of that circus when i would sing carry me carry or the band would leave the stage and leave me out there by myself so it kind of always 
it always swung my way. And it's really funny, man, because I've always been a little, not shy, but a little reticent to talk about it because the band was the vehicle for me. And you don't want to just get to where you're going and kill the the mule. You know what I mean? The yeah. band was really important to me. But it, it did kind of swing my way. And, you know, when Ray left the band in the early 80s, I think, although it wasn't a big argument in the gun battle, I think part of it was, okay, look, man, I'm, you know, 40-something, and uh, you got this, and I'm the logo, and I need to go do something. The same way when it was over 35, I thought, okay, I need to go do something. You know, do you, it, you, it, you, you roll on. You, let's do the business. You, you're doing the tour. You're and you're touring as Doctor Hook for the first time in years because you've done you've done the solo shows. You've done the songs of Doctor Hook, but this is you actually going under the Doctor Hook umbrella. Yeah, is that I'll weird? I'll tell you why. Because now that I've been involved in the comp, putting, you know, helping Universal look at these compilations, I've had to listen to everything. I've spoken to people. Um, it's it, you know, I, I used to marvel at the fact, Ian, that people still talk to me about Dr. Hook as if it was an ongoing concern. Yeah. But I understand why. You know, I'll be, I'll be walking in the street, I'll be getting a cup of coffee, I'll be somewhere, and someone will walk up to me and say, without saying hello, just say, you know, I used to go camping with my family, and we used to sing Dr. Hook songs in the car, and my mom and dad loved you, and they both passed away, and we're coming to your show, and I'm right in the middle of their lives. And you don't go, excuse me, I'm trying to get a panini. You, you take that seriously. You know what I mean? You take that very, very seriously. And so I think at this point, because I've done other stuff, I'm not looking to conquer the world. I'm really not. Uh, you know, I'm looking to have a nice life for me, run out the clock with some normalcy and, and take, you know, the best of what I can do and go out and do it until either they can't stand it or I can't stand it. You know, I kind of look like the same guy. I appreciate you said, you know, made a nice game, was flattering about my looks, but I kind of look like the, the older version of the same guy. The only time I don't stand a chance is if I do a chat show somewhere in the world yeah. and they play all the old clips of when I was in my 20s and early yeah. 30s, just before, and then the camera pans over and it's like, and now here's his father, you know. <laughs> Listen, I, but, I don't if, stand a chance. If, if my mother could walk, Dennis, you know that she'd be jumping all over you, so... Okay. Please, you, you, you've still got it. You've please, I, the last few times we've talked, I meant to tell you to say hello to your mom. Your mom is the loveliest person in the world. Well, she's and the... You, know, you know what I think about you. I'm going to get very unprofessional uh -oh, here. Here we go. But you know I think the world of you, and well, that's all I'm going to say. Well, may God bless you, Dennis. I, I'm looking, you say you want a nice life. I'm, yeah. I've just clicked on the tour dates. You're, how many dates are you doing, man? About 30. Jeez. Yeah. You're well, going uh, to be knackered. Nah, I, I still have the energy to do it. Uh, you're, play, you're playing all over. I've, ju I've just tweeted the link. If you're following me, at Ian Lee, I've just tweeted the link for DennisLacorier.com. It's got all of the tour dates. You're, you're basically playing everywhere that yeah. has yeah, a stage and a light. And, you know, we did Australia. I went to Australia in 2014 solo and did 26 shows just to go back. They wanted me to come back with a band and do the hits, and I said I haven't been there for 15 years. If yeah. I just come back and do the hits again, the only thing they're going to learn is that I'm older, and, you know, we can just take a calculator and figure that out, and I can stay home, you know. So I went with a guitar 
And I did a show that kind of told them where I've been and who I am now. And then I came back with the band and did the wall-to-wall hits. There's a couple of uh, my solo things in the show. It's, I don't belabor the point. But, but you know, the truth of the matter is I tell the audience had I kept recording his Dr. Hook dance on Daddy's Feet or something like that would have been a Dr. Hook song. Are you, are so, you going you know, to do, do another album? Because I know that it, 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 it's, it's kind of... <sighs> You're right, but the money is made doing touring these days. You're not going to get rich from releasing a record. I, I, I get the impression from speaking to other musicians that for the amount of effort they put into writing and recording a decent album, that the the payback, both fi- financially and kind of um, artistically, it's not there. It's not worth the effort. You know something? It's probably not. And 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 I'm a strange bird because I I focus on a different thing when it comes to to an album. Post cool. You mentioned post cool. It's and, a cracking and, record. And, I love it. You know, I I, I wasn't. I, I I really resisted doing another album because I did that when I was sixty. Okay. Wow. And I and I thought I you know I love these songs. Uh, one of the things I love about post cool is there are a bunch of songs on there like ask her and this guitar and dance on daddy's feet that I played live for a while before I recorded them and I knew people liked them and I'd never been in that situation before where I was a guy and I road tested songs and so that album came together as something really cool and organic for me but I resisted it man because I knew I was going to put my heart into it and I was going to become a little kid again and I was going to put not only my heart but all my faith and trust in it and that I was going to be knocked to my knees and I'll tell you what with what that album cost me and for as little as it got promoted I love the album I'm so glad after the fact that it's out there but man it practically ruined me in wow. this business because it, it just you can't do it you just it's you know I'm being really realistic about that I mean it, it just cost a lot of money to do and I know there's probably cheaper ways to do it but I went into a studio with the band oh you're so old-fashioned I You're know, well, so old-fashioned, man. Do it on garage band and uh, a computer. I know, and... I know. I'm a caveman. I went into a <laughs> studio with a band. We did it as live, and then I took that band on the road. I'm too organic, man. I know what you mean. You know what you talk about that? I always think when people, when younger people listen to Sylvia's mother now, and they hear about the operator asking for money, you know, <laughs> they, it's like, what? my dad pays my phone bill. Why would, why would you need change? You know, I must sound, again, I must sound like a caveman it's all it's all on credit i've got to uh, top my credit dennis listen we're out of time man i i I, we're going to do that sushi soon i'm kind of on on the upward swing so we'll we'll do that sushi listen i'm so happy to be on your first week as long as i don't as long as you know you said you'll accelerate give you three weeks you'll be up there as long as you don't look back and think of me as an early stumble (laughs) (laughs) mate listen we've had we've had it's it's, we've i've got heroes this week we've had one of the bare naked ladies John Sebastian yesterday. John and Sebastian's one of mine. Andy He's Partridge brilliant. tomorrow. It's a, Andy it, it, Partridge, another one. Say hello to these people for I, me. I'm going to. I, I, seriously, I've, we've, we've, we've tried to make it easy for me by getting people on I love. So uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you, man. I do. I appreciate it. Really, say hello to your mom. I will please. do. I will do. Thank you, man. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on here. Oh, don't, don't suck up to Catherine Dennis, please. Come on. It's, come on. She's not worth it. Oh, well, hey, 
look, I, you know, she was very nice to me. Well, there you That's go. All I know. <laughs> She's rude to me. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not. I've not worked out which day I'm gonna come and see, but I'm gonna come and see one of the shows. Let me know. Let me know. Bless you. And, and uh, you know, maybe we could talk again closer to tour time. Yeah. Oh my God. Come in here with a guitar one day. That's what we. That's what we're gonna work on. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd I love you, man. Great. Take okay, care. Thank you, man. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. There we go. Dennis Lucario from uh, Doctor Hook. Uh, I've just tweeted the tour dates, and I'll tweet them again tomorrow so that you, you get to see them. Honestly, right, it's such a good show. He's one of those people who's just... I mean, you can, I mean, he can talk you, he can, he can talk, you know, for, for England, can't he? He's, he puts on such a good show. It's such a joy. And the weird thing is, and my sister's listening in New Zealand, right, and she knows we grew up with Dr. Hook Records playing all the time, and we go, oh, not this rubbish again, not this rubbish again. But it's so weird... To like, I, I, you know, I've got his phone number. He, he phones me up to ask how my mum is. Isn't that weird? Um, we'll put some of that in the best of podcast. The podcast will go up very, very shortly. Catherine, Ed, thank you very much. Ta-ta.